0: Have a gigantic jumbled mess of notes about a lot of different stuff in Star Wars. Okay, <laughs> on, I'm down. I think we, we're just gonna roll on it right now. Down. Yeah, yeah, I think we're just gonna roll on it and we will start the second episode of Carbon Scoring a podcast, a sub podcast, sub pod. Subpod, sub, subpod, sub, sub pod, sub pod. with a mea culpa, that this is the third podcast for Carbon <laughs> Scoring.
1: It's, it's. <sighs> it's Moving computers it's, is hard, you guys. It's, it's, it's it was a subscore, uh, subscoring, good gracious. Carbon Scoring 2, the search for more money uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> now carbon scoring three the search for carbon scoring two. Oh,
0: oh i've searched for it it's it's gone <laughs> there's this is a, spur, a search for spock situation we knew where he was <laughs> there was just no uh there was no torpedo to bring episode two back to life gotcha as our tie-in for our other sub pod about star trek
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> ken's here with me hey ken
1: hey how's it going Kit's here with us. Oh, no. go. Sorry. Carry on. Yep. Kit, hi. (laughs) Hey.
2: How you doing? I'm all right. How are you guys?
0: (laughs) Good. Uh, So, uh, anyway, I apologize. Uh, Moving computers is hard. A control file got damaged in the move, and then we lost some data. But I think it's okay Ah. because that was a rambly mess. (laughs) (laughs) We have Uh, a lot to talk about. Because it's awesome, though. You know what? It, you know what it was? It was the first time in a long time that we realized we should have been talking Star Wars over the internet, mm-hmm. and there was a lot to yes. talk about. You know what I mean? Like, Kit, you moved away. <laughs> 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 Ken, I don't get to see you as often anymore because I decided to have children.
2: <laughs> there and were five movies, uh, and uh, yeah. how many? Two cartoon shows and the three season of clones
0: yeah since you moved probably so we're back we're going to do this again and this time i'm going to lay out some ideas of an agenda (laughs) i think i would love to talk with you guys about the stuff i don't know kit you listened to the first episode where we talked about that video game Fallen yes And you had a lot of uh, thoughts, maybe. I want you to get your grievances out now. General grievances.
2: Um That's I, general grievous for...
0: <laughs> brother. <Just like laughs> Kev, I was wondering when Ken would show up on that one.
1: I I'm expecting food, so my mic is muted for offside, but I'm like, no, that, that deserves a laugh on the on the track. That's Yeah. I, I appreciated that.
0: Okay. Uh I'm sure that joke has been made before.
1: Probably. Probably.
0: But uh, yeah, and then afterwards, maybe we talk about some of the tie-ins that I really loved. And now that I have finished the entirety of Clone Wars uh, and some of those moments, and maybe you guys can put them in more context for me, as we said in the last episode, I am re-catching up to the Star Wars fandom a little bit more, trying to be open-minded about it, et cetera. And these guys know a lot more about it than me. So uh, we'll start with that. I know there's some... we gotta We got to get to a new video game announcement some toys we got to talk about toys because all the stuff we talked about the first time we talked about toys
1: and they had a live stream (laughs) Hasbro's like guess what we've heard you we're making more toys
0: yeah yeah all right so there we go that there we go that's the thing kit what did you Uh, think of fallen order
2: (laughs) um so i own fallen order i've played it for like an hour Um, I got it around Christmas time and I played it around that time, but, uh, family was around and whatnot, so I didn't have a whole lot of time. I didn't come back to it. I wasn't trying to stay away from it. Uh, I just hadn't gotten around to coming back to it. Listening to you guys, it sounds like a game that is not what I am looking for right now. Uh Um, I, games with, uh, descriptors like brutal or, uh, (laughs) (laughs) unforgiving punishing (laughs) hard these are not descriptors that i'm looking for in in video games that i want to play right now so um probably it it just doesn't sound like the the gameplay mechanics um are going to work out for me um which isn't isn't a huge deal because i i have like a few hundred games in the queue that i need to get to anyway so really who
1: doesn't right yeah, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's. I mean, I think we even said it on the pod. Is just that if it's because it's Dark Souls. Like, if it wasn't for the Star Wars skin, I would have walked away. But the Star Wars skin was like extra crispy, so it's nice and like good and delicious. I'm like, all right, give me. I'm going with a ch- uh, fried chicken reference here, but I I was I enjoyed it enough to go with the rest of it.
0: Yeah, I think that I definitely agree. We we both had that conclusion, which was. This needs to have a Star Wars skin. Although, you know, J.J.'s doing his best to convince me. So, I'll I'll give a Dark Souls a shot at some point. But um, it really helped to sell me that later on, especially, I didn't feel like I had wasted a ton of time when later on it was like, oh, this is connected to Star Wars. And this is connected. Okay. I get it. All right. So, this is. Oh, okay. That's part of Clone Wars. All right. It's cool. Although, coming at all this stuff backwards now that I've finished Clone Wars is kind of weird
1: um yeah i think that's going to be an interesting because we obviously we need to hear about your take on clone wars now that you've just finished that up i mean we 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 ran through season seven ourselves but for you coming back it's it is filling in holes where you're like oh that's why that's why saga rare is a character now and why that why people were so excited and right like, they're bridging these these connections well, i've
0: gone backwards really cool. too so i started with you know like rogue one then rebels then this game then clone wars <laughs> it's yeah. like, it's a very <laughs> odd look at some of these interconnected pieces and where they've chosen to interconnect a lot of pieces is kind of strange to me like oh you mentioned saguerra so we could like start there yeah um going forward through time i'm glad i would love to know what you guys think
1: of saguerra I mean i I enjoyed him during the Clone Wars storyline, so that I mean you enjoy his sister more and you're, you're meant to. She's the more compassionate character. she's the character you attach to more, and that's why spoilers for Star Wars, for Star Wars Clone Wars uh, events happen that she's no longer in the story, and Saw still is, and so you 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 have to then, then at that point go, okay, well, this is the character we're going to follow now because his his sister's gone. And I think so Kit
0: might have mentioned on the on the the Grand Lost Pod that there were a lot of moments in cl- Clone Wars where you wonder why people didn't use the Force. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> an awful lot. Uh huh. Um, I guess maybe Ahsoka was shaken or off balance or something like that, but like,
1: hmm. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's, maybe we think about the force in the wrong way. Maybe it is like a video game and her force meter was just out and oh, she could okay. she couldn't recharge fast enough.
0: Right. <laughs> Fair. Good point. Yeah. She used but it all to, it on force bubble.
1: Yeah. Well, that's the thing is like, as, as with everything, there's always just that kind of plot armory. Like, well, why are they doing this? Well, cause they need to progress the story. Right. Yeah. Ebony, we, we were watching something and she's like, I can't watch this anymore. They're making stupid choices. I'm like, Yes, but it's just, I mean, yeah, absolutely, but that's to progress the story, and that's dumb, but here we are. Like, it's, otherwise, the story's wrapped up and you're kind of done. Like, the Emperor dies because you have four Jedi masters who are about to take him down, and nope, I'm just going to, you know, ambison it, one or two of you to kill you and be done with it. Like, what? Ha? Huh? Okay. <laughs> All right. Fine. Fine. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Yeah. Well,. Saw is an interesting character backwards. Yeah. I don't know if he's sympathetic backwards. (laughs) I think if you start with him forwards and you go through like clone wars. So he has that kind of, uh, Oh, I learned my lesson and my sister taught me how to be a little more cognizant of other people, but then she passes and he becomes, War-weary over time, and and let's see, Rebels comes after... No. Rebels comes before
1: Fallen Order. The next step in the piece would be Fallen Order. Really? I believe so, yeah. Correct.
0: Mm. But we can... No, you're right. You're probably right. So then, yeah, that would make sense. Because by the time he gets to Rebel... So in Fallen Order he's become a military commander that people follow, Mm -hmm. but he's not all messed up in the head. Right. Yeah. But he, he He, abandons the words in that game. Mm -hmm. Kit, Uh, so you're on, you're on Kashyyyk kit. And, Mm. uh, he's just like straight up pieces out of there with all his crew.
1: Because the battles no longer, it it doesn't bring enough, uh, um, to the cause like it doesn't it's not a high profile enough so he's like if I can't kill enough uh, Imperials I'm out like it's like there's still people here who need help it's like no no I'm out of here I I did my bit I'm out peace
2: surprisingly
1: harsh yeah
0: yeah it is a little bit harsh compared to where because there's no bridge between those two is there that I that either of you know of bridge between
1: between Fallen Order and Clone Wars Oh, no, he just he just essentially pops out. And then, I mean, there's a there's a book that does a bit of Rogue One's stuff, but that would still be that would still take place after. Actually, I'm curious about that, because it's like the book is spent a little bit in the past and a little bit in Rogue One area. Mm -hmm. So it's like there's a bit of back and forth there. But I think the big the next jump would just be right to Rebels that that I could easily make a concrete connection to, because I don't I haven't read all the Rogue One novels.
0: Well, okay. So then you you jump to Rebels and both of you saw him in Rebels where he's turned into kind of like the person that the Rebels don't want anything to do with, already. Yeah. By then. Yeah. Uh, who you know backstabs people fighting for the same thing, and it's not as harsh of a leap as it is from Clone Wars to Fallen Order. Fallen Order just wasn't the the gap bridging moment that I thought it might be. After I went backwards right like, or that clone wars was missing that moment of gap bridging um and he's not likable there really rogue one he's a very interesting character because by then it was him in clone wars and then him in rogue one right that's the release order of those things or was rebels before clone uh rogue
1: one uh, same time same time okay yeah so i think i think we were we were getting rebels and then like just before we got rogue one we got saw Okay, and then so that actually takes you kind of right up to the first scene of Rogue One where he pops up in the hatch and sees a little kid. And see that that's where I'm trying to play, like, actually, I guess technically speaking. When you first see him in the beginning of Rogue One is pre-Rebels, and then you see his evolution at the end of Rogue One. Mm -hmm. And that's like after the Rebels episode has come out. Oh, okay. they, They were like right in the same time frame of release, I should say. Okay. He, I like the idea of Saw Gerrera
0: more than I like Saw Gerrera. Having, and there's, there's a lot
1: there. And you think, and think about too, like his conception is that he's like a, an alternate version of Darth Vader because he's been fighting for so long that he no longer has his own, like, he's hurt and damaged so much that he's, bits and pieces of him are are inorganic. So, like, he needs a breathing apparatus. And he's this twisted version, another mirror image of Vader, of, like, what do you take this fanaticism to the others for the rebellion? What is their, what is their antithesis of what they could be if they didn't care about anything? And you see a little bit of that in Rogue One as well with um, Cassian, Cassian's like, I've done dark things for this rebellion. I'm not proud of it, but I, I know this fight still needs to happen. And so you see that again in that kind of uh, the reflection of like, it's not just rosiness and happiness with the rebellion. Like, stuff has to get done, and sometimes you turn to dark people to do that. And that's what that, that's the character that Saw represents.
0: Huh. Okay. So, hmm.
1: He doesn't have all the same moments that a Darth Vader would have on um, building. A no, Darth not Vader. at all. Yeah. But just the, the idea when they designed him, because if you have some of the art books and stuff, they talk about like, oh, we wanted to bring in aspects of because I think his I mean, he has a I want to say he has a prosthetic leg as well yes. as the breathing apparatus. It's all part of that. Like uh-huh. he's he's this mishmash of parts of like what happens to someone after they've been through so many battles. He reminded how me more of,
0: going? of uh, Grievous than of Darth Vader. Yeah, I can see that. You know, the like wheezing and the limping. Yeah.
1: Definitely. But that's just uh, some of their their thought points were just from there. And if you if if someone has the Rogue One art book, you can look into that and see some of that stuff, too. It's kind of it's interesting to see what some of their inspiration was, at least. Yeah. Whether it was fully on screen or just their initial stepping point. There's where you are.
0: I think another connected moment in Fallen Order that surprised me later going backwards was dathomir
1: yes i was curious about that because (laughs) you had uh i want to say in one of our group chats or something said something about like zombies really they just call them zombies like we'd never seen this before and we we hadn't we haven't but then you hadn't seen the clone wars episode of that fight with grievous on dathomir kit yes
0: back me up on zombies in star wars
2: um I I don't remember what they were called, but Ken's right. They uh the Night Sisters made uh undead warriors in that in that uh story arc. So Yes,
0: they sure did. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I'm willing to eat crow on saying they didn't do this type of thing in Star Wars. But I also feel like that's a really weak moment. <laughs> moment of Star Wars is it not or what I don't know what did you guys think when you saw it going forward because now I've seen the end result of like oh yeah they just go to Dathomir there's zombies everywhere
1: when it played out in the story with it with me I mean again too I I saw it in the front the front Floyd order I was on board with it because it's it was showing that there are not only do we have the idea of like there's a dark side of the force there's also different paths to take with the dark side like you have the night sisters who you know that that goes back to eu stuff where they the night sister tried to turn uh leia to that side and they had these mystical arts and so it filled in the the backstory of like why are the why there's a brack who look like darth maul and then there's a brack who look like uh, Jen Kalar, with the Jedi Council, and so it's like it's—is it more than just a tattoos? It's also an upbringing. It's a—it's a—it's a religion for them. It's—it is the the Knight Brothers have just additional world building in them in that style. So it's like I was on board. It also gave them an easy way to make an expendable allies in a sense for the for that story. So in the original Clone Wars episode, I mean,
2: I was more or less okay with the or I was. I don't remember if they call them zombies or not. Um, I'm not sure what would be a better term than zombie, because, I mean, they're, really, they're just trying to come up with some sort of quick way of... I mean, I'm sure that they're just trying to use some some real-world terminology to try and cut through, yeah. you know, not try and come up with some new Star Wars term for them when that is a good uh, descriptor of them. Uh, the The actual whatever they were called the 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 zombies the night sister zombies didn't bother me there was a there were frequently things in there's a lot about that story arc with the night brothers that i find to be kind of uh overly dark and and pretty disturbing but the the zombie part i didn't i didn't have a problem with their being undead uh them bringing back dead night sisters to to fight that that seemed like a pretty uh reasonable dark side power to me
0: i think now that you mentioned it that way i kind of agree i also am glad you mentioned the darkness of that time of that storyline because i think the moment that they land the grievous lands on that planet and they just start wholesale slaughtering people and the storyline really turns to like the what are the night queen or whatever um kind Uh, of mother the mother what'd you call her mother tallson yes her she takes star wars to that was mid season five i think and that was the moment i was like and they've completely stopped making this a show for kids it is no longer a show for
2: kids
1: agreed they were they they were ready to step away from that they knew what the that the audience was there and that they wanted to they're they're, they're paying, uh, playing to the adults at that point and they knew it they knew who was watching they knew that even if they played it and they, they didn't play too gory either but it is pretty still pretty crypt uh like dark and not cryptic but there's another term Macabre, I guess
2: Hmm. Well, and beyond that, I mean, the night sisters were keeping the Knight brothers basically as sex slaves, for breeding. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's not a whole lot that's like kid friendly in any of that.
1: Snoo-snoo. That... Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're right. What yeah, is going
2: on in those episodes.
0: There's a lot to unpack there. I I'm glad that maybe I didn't do this as like a oh we're g- I'm gonna rewatch. Clone Wars and we're going to talk about it because I think there's just so much that happens in that series over the course of time that when I hit this Dathomir moment and I was like, okay, it makes me feel better about the video game Dathomir I experienced as being connected to Star Wars that already existed. When I played Dathomir in the game, I felt it was the most disconnected i felt from the star wars franchise in that game where like even in the made-up planet that was all about the force and the race that had never existed before in star wars and all that i felt like they had that, hit oh. hit the right notes of the like uh you know this is the mysticism moments of star wars that people really like so we're gonna do that here and then i went to Dathomir and apparently they did a really great job connecting it to the stories that had happened on Dathomir. <laughs> yeah. But then I, I didn't get it at that point, and I think I do, and I like the game Dathomir more, and I might might like Dathomir and Maul and all that in general much less. Hmm. Maybe? Because of what Kit said, which is it's kind of almost too... Dark. In like a, are you really thinking about what you're saying here, kind of way? <laughs> and there's not. I mean, the Mandalorian's not, not, not dark. Yeah. Um, but it has a different tone about it, I guess, or something. I don't know what it no, is. No, I,
1: I can see that. Hmm. Especially when you have like Mother Towson who comes to Grievous after poisoning him in like this fever dream. And just like you know, you shouldn't have messed with me. Like, why'd you do this? And now, now you're to reap what you sow. And so he's like, Sidious is like, no, okay, send Grievous. We need to, we need to save uh, Count Dooku because I need him for my plans. And like, that's 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 dark. Like visiting someone on their deathbed because they're you've poisoned them all through the Force. Like, it's it's it's, it's I don't know. It's it's high it's high fantasy, but it's it's what we as adults were ready with, but definitely seeing that Clone Wars is viewed primarily as a kid's show. You're like, huh, this isn't just Jar Jar Binks pretending he's a Jedi anymore. This is like legit. Like there are stakes here. Like what's going to happen with all these people. And then it's also interesting to see too. I mean, I saw it again from forward to back where it's like, you see this battle. And then when I turn on Jedi Fallen Order, you visit Dathomir and you see that there's still repercussions happening. Like there's still things that, you thought, like, okay, that was the end of that story, and you see it, I think, you actually see it for, you actually see it in Clone Wars, or I'm sorry, in Rebels as well, uh, for a moment, or it's tied to it. I'm trying to remember where Darth Maul um, kept his cave in an episode of Clone Wars, or in an episode of Rebels.
0: Oh, but he it, he sends Ezra there? With is that where they recover Sabine? Yeah, and she gets taken over by Night Sister spirits. Okay, yeah. So that is the same time. Yeah. Okay. Wait,
2: is that is that when she gets the dark saber? It is. Yes. Yeah. And he's
0: keeping yeah, the dark saber in the yeah. cave. Yeah. And he wants Ezra to retrieve it.
1: Right. He was. He wanted he, that wasn't his focus. It was for I want to say for the for a holocron or something at that point, but it's, it's been a little while since I've watched it. Yeah, it might've been for remember. a holocron. You might be right, but they end up but the finding was the dark saber there, too. there yeah.
0: which yeah. again, I watched in reverse order. So I'm like, what is this dark saber thing that I've now seen in multiple media? Oh yeah. And uh First... man. Oh man. We'll get to uh, working our way backwards with Mandalore, but maybe not this episode. <laughs> Cause I was trying to keep it connected to fallen order since we just caught talked about fallen order. And, like, there's a lot of to unpack that's connected, including
1: uh, Il- 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 Ilum. Ilum, yes. Ilum. <laughs> that was a crazy moment for, like, for a lot of people. Because it was, like, a, it was a theory to a degree. I mean, Kit, are you, you're probably, you said you're not going to likely go back to Jedi Fallen Order. I think we ruined it pretty well, too. Yeah, probably not.
2: D- don't worry about spoiling me. It's It's fine.
1: So, I think what Andy was leading to was that... We end up going back to Illum, which if you watch Clone Wars, there's definitely some great moments there because you have the Jedi Padawans go to find their crystals there. And <laughs> as I was playing through it, I'm like, OK, wait, like you and you've seen Illum in the in the Gendi Tartakovsky stuff, because that was a great episode Um, with I want to say um,
0: not Stasha Lee. But since we lost that oh, episode, since we lost yeah. that episode, we should mention the Genndy Tartakovsky is also the Clone
1: Wars. Yeah. It's I think that's the Clone Wars, whereas like the Clone Wars cartoon is Clone Wars or there. Maybe there's the movie there. There's so many different iterations of that. Oh, timeline. yeah. And then you get
0: to season seven and it changes in the last four episodes to a different version of the Clone
1: Wars. Yeah. Just for each episode they give you that. It's yeah, but it does look awesome. I i will give them that. Mm-hmm. But so we kind of come to discover that Ilum was transformed into Starkiller Base for the force awakens ta- wait what time out what oh I'm sorry did you not you didn't catch that okay ta- ta-
0: ta- time out time out <laughs> what <laughs> I was only mentioning Ilum because I thought oh that was cool that I got to go to Ilum I missed a lot on Ilum I have a lot of problems with the game on Ilum because the- I went to is that what the giant hole in the ground was about
1: yeah. They so to essentially to retrofit another you know another death star, which is what Force uh, Star Killer is, is they harvested all of the kyber out of the center of Ilum and they turned Ilum itself into Star Killer base. That's where they could they don't have to move the 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 kyber crystal anywhere. It's all right there. Also, if you remember, on all on the surface of Ilum, it is just a frozen wasteland—not wasteland, but because there's four, so but it's a frozen tundra. Uh-huh. I'm thinking of the right word, but it is a it's a frozen land, and so they terraformed Ilum to become Star Killer Base
0: where did you see that information <laughs> in the game? Cause I did not catch that. I saw them so... on Ilum and doing stuff on Ilum. And I thought, Oh, there's another thing that they've destroyed. And then when I went back and watched clone wars, I'm like, this is actually really sad because when I saw Ilum in the game, I was like, okay, this place is cool. Having like the, like for frozen monastery planet where you go that I'd kind of heard about and you find your crystal and like, the crystal moment in the game is kind of confusing because it breaks, but it still works or something like that. And then now now that I've seen the episodes in Clone Wars, I understand why it breaks, right? Yeah. Like, so I don't know if you remember Kit, the episodes where that you had to, like, find your crystal. Yeah. And that one kid's crystal, like, pretends to be a crystal until it melts. <laughs> right? So that moment is basically the thing that happens to... I almost said Corin Horn. Oh my gosh! Uh, <laughs> Cal Cal Kestis, where he thinks he's failed, and his crystal cracks, and the the light in it dies, and then you have your moment of flashback, where you get through the um, Order sixty six flashback, oh, okay. and then after the Order sixty six flashback, both crystals glow, and he creates his his double sided lightsaber, right? Um. So that moment of like your your crystal reflects your acceptance of yourself, like when the Wookiee had to have patience and the everybody had to confront their, yeah. their fears. And I didn't, it really would have been valuable for me in experiencing that moment of the game, not going backwards through Clone Wars, but having gone Clone Wars into the game. Because I think that this game loves Star Wars more than I thought it did. Having finished that. Clone Wars, um, give me the moment you discovered Star Killer, though, because I I hundred percented Ilum and I didn't see that. Oh, we lost him. He's got food. <laughs> it's all good.
2: I love those <sighs> episodes. Of the the all of them with the 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 ones that started out on. Ilum with the the kids getting yeah. their getting their crystals, but then going on when the pirates attack, and you've got Hondo and they join that like circus and stuff. That was a good. Was that a, was a really good.
0: It was long a really good arc. arc. It was a great arc. I agree. I you know like um the they go you know the before they get to Ilum and they're kind of a little bit whiny and like I had a little question about why uh soko was the one that took them i thought it was a, their master but yoda was there i guess so maybe he was their master um it was a little odd and like tr- hard to catch up on but the the guy that plays the robot was uh once his face from doctor who um
2: oh yeah uh, i don't remember what his name is but i yeah i remember one of the doctor who's voiced the 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 like oh, librarian man. well if you know his name on
0: my head. uh you know Matt moments. Smith or no, no, the other doctor, uh, Dave Tennant. Oh, gotcha. Dave Tennant is the the lightsaber creating robot. Oh, that's okay. uh, that, that kind of like is a little bit of a mentor to these guys, and and I think those are really good. And that's later in the series, isn't it? I think that's a, that's season five, also. Yeah, season five has some some pretty good arcs even if some of them are a little too dark but um for i think when we recorded the again the lost pod i was mid i was starting season five and it starts off with the mon calamari and i was like oh no here we go but uh yeah, yeah so that ilum stuff really you know in clone wars affected my outlook on it in the game it's much more sad yeah I realized and much more taken care of than I realized. But where did you find the Starkiller info? Because I didn't see that when I played it. I thought I got everything on there.
1: And that's that's part of it is that you got, if you got everything on your first playthrough, or not playthrough, but your first visit, you never went back. Oh. So if you happen to go back um, to the planet after you've already, you know, you've played out the story stuff, but you're going back and collecting every last you know, crates, every last thing, everything you can find. I did leave maybe a crate behind, so I didn't go back for it. Gotcha. If you go back, you can see that everything's starting to get terraformed, and that they're starting to cut out that that gap in the center, a ring like that around the hemisphere of the uh, of the planet. And that's that that's what when at the, as you make your way through. I mean, you start at first, you run into a few. I don't think you run into too many stormtroopers. It's more. Turn to what you run into. I think there's some bounty hunters and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then as you go, um, you run into some more, and then you can get to like this access point where there is this giant kind of crevasse. Yeah, there was a big that, there. Were, that was in the that was in there when you. Yeah, that was in the first time through. Yeah, it's and a giant he,
0: crack in the ground, and he's like, "Wow, this thing seems to go on forever." But you can't yeah. get through the. There's like a ray shielded door there. You can't get through.
1: Yeah, and so there's a side path that you can go when you're when you're swinging back, and you can come in because there's a crate in the back there behind that ray shielded door. That you come in from the opposite side, and then you can reopen and go through. Uh huh. But then past you can't go past the, the that big crevice, but it's still there. And when you come back a second time, because I'm like, okay, let me. I think I missed something, and it was that back behind that door. That's when you start to see that Ilm is being carved out and being terraformed.
0: Oh, they hint at what that was before, and I just was like, oh, that's weird. And I totally
1: glossed over it. Wow. Yeah. No, it, it's, it's a really cool moment. That's cool. And it's, like, it's, one, it's one of the things where I'm like, oh, God, how did I not see that before? Because it's like, we've known about Ilum since the Gendi stuff. So it was like, you knew about this planet where, oh, this is where they, they harvest their kyber. Yeah. And even in Rebels, you do see that there are kyber on other planets, but it is still a rare mineral. Right. But well,
0: like the the, Jedi, didn't they have kyber in Rogue One? On um Jeddah. Jeddah?
2: Yeah, that's what yeah. they're yeah, that they're mining it, yeah. 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 And, that's, and that's that's why th- all the temples are there and the, the monks.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. And and they said what stars can have kyber in them.
1: Yeah, I'm not Asteroids. I don't remember that part
2: too much. Yeah. Well, Foxes. That, you're you're talking about what Chirrut says, right? <laughs> Where the, the brightest stars yeah. have hearts of kyber. kyber.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah
2: i don't know if he was being literal but yeah i mean that's that's a cool kind of a
0: it's it would be a pretty cool concept for like actually you know kyber comes from exploded stars or something like that that'd be yeah that would be kind of fun if it was true but it is a good line either way (laughs) yeah uh okay ilum was deeper than i thought considering it's the shortest planet that's pretty cool uh, let's see what other stuff backwards did I experience that was really connected. I was surprised that Kashyyyk didn't get a nod in Clone Wars.
1: I think because we, we meet some Wookies elsewhere. Like we have the Trandoshans who are hunting Wookies, and yeah, Kit, we have kid hates that other moment. <laughs> yeah, well, rightfully yeah. so.
2: Any, any, uh, yeah. I still, I still am angry at the Trandoshans for. For that, but yeah, I mean, like that was literally, so, uh, when I was playing through, um, the, um, Knights of the Old Republic game, the oh, yeah. first one, mm-hmm. uh, I played through once, uh, trying to get all, um, light side you know, making all light side decisions. Oh, right. And yeah. then I tried to play through the second time doing all dark side decisions. Oh, no. And when I got to the part on on Kashyyyk with the slavers, yep. I was like, I can't do this. I'm just going to kill these slavers. Yeah. <laughs> That's just going to have to be as evil as I can be. Yeah, I can't. You can't. Like, I, can't sell, <laughs> I can't sell out these, these Wookiees. This is where I draw the line.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, and is it the first one or the second one where uh, if you go all dark side, you can make uh, the girl who has the Wookiee, uh she can betray the wookiee or you can betray the oh. wookiee i think it's the second one that you're one of your
2: isn't thats is that are, are you talking about what i'm talking about because yeah I, I don't remember which one it was in and i thought it was the first one right you can like the sell, that's
0: the one where There's you can point... sell him off or something
2: yeah yeah and that was the point at which okay. i was like no i can't do this i can't I'm 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 just gonna kill these slavers.
0: <laughs> that should be a, a dark side decision too, just annihilating people.
2: Well, I, you know, I tried to do it as as evilly as possible. Yeah, you know, and with as much hate and anger. Yeah. as I as I mowed them all down with my lightsaber. Look,
0: I saw Clone Wars. Maul is dark side, and he definitely just annihilates everybody in his path: slavers, drug dealers, Mandalorians, yeah. Jedi. Doesn't matter. So yeah, and it, it's surprising, like. The Jedi in Clone Wars, really, uh, they take a lot of people down and th- consider themselves good guys for, for it. I have a lot of questions about how you square the teachings of the Jedi. Well, I guess that's what Ahsoka had a lot of problems with, right? Yeah. <sighs> it's neither here nor there. Uh, Well, it is neither here nor there. We we're going to do Clone Wars and the like. I have... I'm staring at a document and it needs organizing because it goes (sighs) lots of different directions and I have no idea how to talk about Star Wars as a whole, which is why we'll stick to the, we'll stick to the game. So Kashyyyk didn't get a good nod either way. Kashyyyk was pretty well developed in Fallen Order and I guess that's maybe because it gets the nod in that movie where you get that they're, they were at war, but there's not much else. Maybe there was, was there one episode?
2: Maybe they're, they're, maybe they're saving Kashyyyk for something because it it shows up really superficially in a lot of stuff. Like, um, I guess it never actually technically shows up and like, you never go to Kashyyyk and solo, but like, um, you deal with Wookiees and, and Wookiees being enslaved at, at Kessel. And there's a lot of video games that deal with that. Like, um, yeah. Uh, the Knights of the Old Republic, but also um, you go to Kashik in uh, Oh Unleashed. Uh, oh right, yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah, the first one, yeah, the very beginning. I think the first level of the first one. You go to Kashik and fight, and um, but maybe, maybe they're maybe they're saving it for maybe they, they are, maybe they know at Lucasfilm that they're going to do something with it later, so they want to make sure that. That people, you know, some video game doesn't get too deep into store into world building with it that then might conflict down the road.
0: They They do a lot in uh, that that Fallen Order game. They spend a lot of time there, and and they they do some uh, Gaia Tree of Life type stuff.
1: Yeah, and they also, I mean, to Kit's point though, I mean, they did they go there in both. I think want to say almost. I mean, I think it's just the first. Maybe it's both, but they do it twice in the first Force Unleashed. But also they do it in, like, Star Wars Battlefront. You can play there, or at least you could in the the, the PlayStation the PlayStation 2 ones. Maybe I'm, mix, and I'm mixing them up. But you do go there from time to time, so maybe that's the thing is they're like they don't want to overdo it. Like, they know it's a place we know, but they want to – they don't want to go, you know, over-tread it so that it's like, oh, we're going back to Kashyyyk again? Like, okay.
0: You know, this is a good time maybe to mention – that someone texted me earlier about something I've never heard of before.
2: Ewok mode. Ewok hunt. Ewok in hunt. Battlefront Two. Yeah. So you. It is. It is the best Battlefront Two mode. So um, Ewok hunt is. Um, are you familiar with the first-person shooter zombie mode, like that's in lots of different games,
0: where you just had to sort of survive.
2: Right, you have like a timer, and and if you die, you come back as a zombie. Okay. So, okay. E- Ewok Hunt is like that. Uh, you start out with some number of they they start the game, and some number of people are Ewoks, and some number of people are Stormtroopers. And the Stormtroopers need to survive like twenty minutes oh, or something okay. until the until the shuttle comes and picks them up. And if you are a, if you're an Ewok and you die, you just respawn as an Ewok. If you are a Stormtrooper and you die, you respawn as an Ewok. And so uh you basically you end up in the forest at night surrounded by ewoks uh your your <laughs> flashlight runs out of batteries every like ninety seconds or something like that and like it's really hard to see the ewoks at night because they blend in with the the woods and stuff <laughs> and uh the ewoks have um some really cool um
0: are they small special
2: abilities the uh they have a horn uh i think all of them I don't think it's specific ones. I think all of them have a horn that, that they can blow that gives buffs to Ewoks in the immediate vicinity. Oh, so you can be like a stormtrooper hoping, you know, like trying to survive and sticking together with other stormtroopers and you'll be in the woods and then you'll hear like one horn go off. And it's it's just like in Return of the Jedi, you'll hear one horn go off and then another horn go off and another horn go off and, go off and all of the horns are giving the, uh, the all the Ewoks buffs and then they all just come in and surround you and attack you and stuff. Yeah. It's, it's actually a really fun mode
0: when did they introduce this was this been in the game the whole time
2: I don't it's definitely not been in the whole time Um, it's been it's been a couple years now it used to be like a special thing like they would do it for a weekend and then it'd go away and then they you know a month or two months or whatever later they they'd bring it back for a weekend or something like that I I believe it's a it's a permanent mode in the game that you can just do anytime now but uh, it's basically the only one that I still do in battlefront
0: battlefront just got put onto uh, steam because they ea just brought a whole bunch of games back to steam and uh that seems like the worth the sale price that they're asking for celebrating bringing it back to steam
2: (laughs) the ewok i i have played ewok hunt quite a bit and it is um if i start as a stormtrooper generally i just try to die as fast as i can so that i can I can become an Ewok and and just go because uh, it's so much more fun do to play the, as an Ewok. Do
0: the stormtroopers get like vehicles? And
2: I don't think so. I think it's like it, it's very much uh, like that survival. We're screwed. We're we're you know we're short on bullets and food, and we just have to survive for fifteen minutes. Type feel.
0: Oh my goodness! Um, the third. I, picture. I think that you
2: everybody just like. I don't think that you even get to choose different types of stormtroopers. I think that you're all just regular run of the mill stormtroopers with like a normal low-powered <laughs> blaster and you're out in the woods and like uh I think that the I think that the Death Star has already blown up and like the shuttle's coming to pick you up. Like you've already lost the battle and they're coming to pick you up, <laughs> but you're just surrounded by Ewoks and you just have to survive until the shuttle comes. And be at the I, I think you have to get to the pickup point.
0: Wow the third picture on steam here is uh is a ewok with a giant spear and a burning background (laughs) the world is on fire behind him oh yeah Yeah, (laughs) he's got like a goat's head on top of him
2: yeah it's it's it is a lot of fun um that mode i um all of the all of the loot crate stuff aside um it it i i feel like both battlefront games were were the first one didn't was was sorely lacking the uh the any kind of first per, or single player mode story mode but um but both of them have been have been solid multiplayer um shooters and uh they they've done a lot more with battlefront 2 in terms of like different scenarios and uh, a whole lot of different characters and, and weapons and, and uh, environments and whatnot. So,
0: and did you, you played both, you, you console both, I assume. And uh yeah, is there like any value in the single player beyond, okay, it was two hours long and I, I finished it.
2: Um, I don't think that there's like collectibles or anything like that, that would make you want to replay it. And unless you just want to watch the, the story again it's a it's a it's a decent story mm-hmm. um and it's probably i don't know four or six hours it's not bad long um so i mean it, it, it it's a it's a legit um first person i mean it's not you know it's not it's not great literature <laughs> just, or anything it's, but like I mean, it. it's, 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 not a, great. it's a great it's a it's a it's a decent um narrative uh yeah for for a first person shooter I mean, like I don't have high expectations for the stories Sure. for, you know, like, you know, uh, any, any, any uh, first person shooter, I have fairly low expectations for the the story mode. So I, I thought that this one was perfectly uh, was probably better than than average.
1: OK, yeah, that was pretty good. There's there's also a tie in novel if you want to get to know those characters from like a prequel. Hmm. It's a prequel novel. I think they're supposed to be doing a, a second one as well. And there's also even I want to say it was it was free like a, like just like the free update they did with Fallen Order. There's additional stuff that they put out after it had been released already that expands some of the the story past the initial like story arc. Like it, it came out they're like, oh, by the way, here's two more, you know, here's another two hours of gameplay.
0: Oh wow! Okay
1: but i bought like some six to, i bought some like you know game of the year edition of battlefield 2 so it included a bunch of stuff and that was part of it so celebration
2: I could, and it could edition. be based on
0: up sure <laughs> yeah that's what i'm staring at right now
2: i think it's um i think it's pretty cheap now i like just across like even without a sale and uh regardless of whether i assume steam is the same price as you know playstation and Xbox, but I, I think it's pretty. Both games are pretty cheap. Nice. Now, because it, I mean, it it came out. I think it came out in 2017.
0: That sounds right. Yeah, November yeah, 2017 came out like, is what I'm seeing here.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's it's several years old, but they they have been adding quite a bit of new content. Just trying to, to keep
0: people playing it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Right on. Is there any like weapon customization in that game? Because with Fallen Order having had that, oh man, we should talk about that versus Clone Wars. Okay, after this. Is there any like, oh, I'm you... gonna make my lightsaber look like I want it to look, or my my blaster gets upgrades and it changes its look, or
2: I don't I don't think that it's more like it's oh, more you... like skins. Yeah, oh, like okay. so like so so like you're the heavy and there's like there's like um you can be uh Um, a super battle droid, or you can be, uh, you know, a clone who looks like heavy from Clone Wars, or you can be um, uh, an an original trilogy version of those two things, or you can be a sequel trilogy. You know, they have like a first order stormtrooper with a heavy weapon or something, but I I don't think that there's like, that there's, and then there's like specific heroes that you can be, like, mm-hmm. you know, Luke and Vader and, and whatnot. But I, I don't think that there's, like, the kind of customization where you're talking about where, where you can, like, play as Luke Skywalker, but with a, you know, purple lightsaber or anything like that.
0: Yeah, at least that would be... Huh. Okay. Right on. I was a little bit taken aback when I went backwards on that Illum stuff where uh, Cal was working on his lightsaber everywhere in the game, Ken everywhere in the game. How do you, what do you do to work on your lightsaber everywhere in the game?
1: Yeah, you like as, as far as like just, you mean like getting new things to craft or finding those workbenches? Workbenches.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean. But then I once, I would go back to Clone Wars and they're like, the assembly of a lightsaber is done with the force and these kids have yeah. these lightsabers in the air and they've got all the pieces from the, star wars experience at disneyland and they're trying to fit them all together and it was a very striking difference between the two of like no 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 no. you put together the lightsaber with a tack welder or oh no, no you put them together with the force and they only work because of the force i was i was kind of like which side of the fence do i want to live on i don't know i don't know which one i like better because there's also you know the contradictions of Of With Clone Wars, even, they tell you, like, oh, no, lightsabers work by channeling the force through the lightsaber crystal. Your force power powers the lightsaber crystal, right? Yeah. But then, uh, you know, you get, like, the... You get the later versions of Star Wars, maybe, for the most recent examples. And, um... Anyone can pick up a lightsaber and use it like a blaster.
1: Well, I think part of that is maybe too you think about the 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 context of what they're doing it under. When they're when the Jedi padawans are doing it, they're learning they're learning to do it themselves for the first time and they're they have guidance from both Ahsoka and from uh, Jedi Master Yoda and they're doing it in a time where they can they feel comfortable. They can let me do all this and take my time. Whereas the when they're doing it when when cal's doing it he's like just slap dash like all right let's put this together no time for subtlety no time for making sure things are are like not maybe not accurate but it's not the same conditions that's a better word i'm thinking of is that the same conditions he's living in to be able to like okay how do i put this together maybe that's at least something to, to think about to keep in context so they made them do it the hard way basically is what you're saying they made them do it the way that they had been trained before. It's that's one of the things with the Jedi is there's this idea of lineage and history, and they're still teaching them the same way, even though as the world is changing around them, they're not adapting.
0: Very and clearly. also,
1: <laughs> yeah. And you think maybe uh, in the time that Cal was a Padawan, he built his lightsaber once, and maybe you know, you know, some upkeep and cleaning and stuff like that, but he didn't go back to. Like he didn't, he didn't have a time to develop those skills like you may have done again later, or so that's why now he's just like, well, my last for the last five years I've been just I've just been doing scrap metal and I've got all my tools here. Let me just do it this way because this is, this is what I'm more familiar with right now.
0: Yeah, that's the only two examples I can think of in media, unless either of you can think of another one where you've actually seen someone build a lightsaber and it was you know, like building it with the force and then tacking, welding it together, which makes a lot of sense. And the last thing you said with, you know, he's a scrapper, you know, maybe, maybe that's why, but
1: yeah. Uh, there's a moment in force unleashed one where, um, the, the apprentice, um, Galen is putting together one as well. And he's doing it. The, the Padawan, the young Padawan way of like using the force to put it all together. And, you know, just tell Kinesa it all together. It's himself. Hmm. I'm pretty sure that the moments in, in a force unleashed one.
2: I didn't play Did they in, in the Vader comic, when the, I think it's the second. Yeah. It's gotta be the second one when he has to go get his crystal. Did they show him building his saber in that? I'd have,
1: to, I don't remember. I'd have to turn. Like okay. I'm honestly like turning around and looking at my bookshelf right now.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to remember if there was a scene where he actually did it. So, uh, Andy, do you have you read the Vader? I have not. The no. Okay. So, uh, in that, this I was actually going to talk about this with the the you talking about the the Force and building your lightsaber and the crystals and harnessing the Force. Uh, in addition, uh, in, in addition to bringing it up about how he actually built his lightsaber. So, in I think it's the first arc of the second Darth Vader series. So, the first Darth Vader series was set. In between A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back, the second one was set shortly after, or like right at the end of Revenge of the Sith, and he has to, um, h- h- like, his first mission is he has to go uh, build a lightsaber because he's lost his lightsaber, right. and so Palpatine tells him that the Sith way is um, y- you don't, it's not, you don't go to Ilum and find a red crystal you have to find a jedi and kill them and take their crystal and you taking the crystal so at ilum they have to find the crystal that's like meant for them the sith way is you take somebody else's crystal and the act of doing that turns it red because the crystal is bleeding and because you're using somebody else's crystal and forcing it to do what you want to do
0: yeah that's cool so that's
2: that's kind of um along the same lines of what you were talking about with the 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 your force energy, uh, working through your lightsaber. That's the and actually, uh, in the in I think it's the Ahsoka, yep, novel. I can't remember. Yeah. So in Rebels, hers hers are like white or gray or yeah, silver. they're like they're like that's because she took hers
0: translucent. Yeah,
2: yeah, she took hers from uh an Inquisitor who had uh, red blades. How do you know and, that? Like she was like she. Huh?
0: How do you know that? Because so at the end of spoilers in in, in spoilers, I think it's the major book. spoilers, but at the end of this season of seven of Clone Wars, she's done with her sabers.
2: Yeah. So in I think it's the Ahsoka young adult novel, she yes. um, she she kills an Inquisitor and takes his uh, crystals, which then reclaims. So it's like it, I, I guess they're not technically her crystals, but she's like freeing them from the Sith. Mm-hmm. So then they're not green or blue or yellow, but they're, that's why they're white because yeah. she's like saved them. Back purified. From the, the... Yeah. From the Sith or the, oh, the inquisitor. Yeah.
1: So it isn't, it is in the Ahsoka novel. Um, it's definitely worth a read. Also the audiobooks read by Ashley Eckstein, the, um, the voice actress for Ahsoka Dano. Yeah. Um, she does end up, she fights off one of, I want to say it might be the ninth brother, but I'd have to double check and go back. Um, and she reclaims them, and she does hear them just like in the caves and with uh, the other Padawans, she does hear the crystals calling out to her, so they are they are meant to be hers, but it's like you, you at at different times if your crystals are damaged, you can replace them because you, you just have to do that journey again. And these crystals do call out to her, and she does she does purify them and cleanse them of that bleeding, and that's why it has that white that white color. It's also been theorized because of her her new connection with the Force. That's another reason why they're white, as opposed to the previous yellow and green she had as a Padawan. And then later on, blue into the end of Clone Wars, where she just handed two lightsabers to, you know, here, use these. Oh, well, uh, Anakin makes a joke about handing him her blue ones,
0: right? Because his is blue. Yeah. 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 He's like, ah, I had to change the color. And
1: like that part didn't line up for me. And I'm like, well, how did... How does that work? <laughs> like, yeah, that's yeah. kind of the thing I don't like about the new canon version of why the lightsabers are red. Like, old school canon for some of those, uh, for through some history, was that the Sith used alchemy to create the crystals. And I'm like, oh, that makes that I like that idea because yeah, that they're, was, look, they're 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 looking for shortcuts. That was in the the old
0: Republic game. If you played as a Sith in that EA BioWare online version of the game Mm -hmm. uh yeah you got your lightsaber crystal and they explained like you could get purple or you know like all these different sith red adjacent colors uh
1: because they were alchemical yeah and so i like that idea the idea that the it's it's interesting because it's also the sith it's a Sith thing now that, that they, they cause the crystals to bleed. They force their hate and anger into the crystal. And that's how you get that red color. But I, by the way, I did grab the graphic novel for Darth Vader. Um, and the title is... This, the series for the second series is called Dark Lord of the Sith. For the second Darth Vader series from uh, Marvel. And in that, they actually don't show him re, re- reconstructing the saber itself they show him bleeding it and, you know, turning to his, to, to be his lightsaber, saber. And then the next time you see him, he has it constructed already. So you don't see that actual right, yeah. construction point.
2: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I hmm. didn't, I, I couldn't, I couldn't remember seeing it, but it, it would have made sense to have, you know, a panel or two yeah. in there. So
1: yeah. And it would have been, and the thing is too, like at that point, I mean, Anakin's been shown to be proficient with, mechanical devices anyway. So again, you could have had some be- some people argue even if he did use the the bench style that oh, well it is Anakin so he's already proficient with with mechanical devices.
0: Yeah, I feel like there's some sort of disconnect. There no no, it's just one of those artistic things where yeah at a certain point you just don't have darth vader using a tack welder right like that the visual doesn't <laughs> work for Lucasfilm. you know what i mean
1: yeah that's like definitely understandable
0: like yeah he was anakin skywalker and he can re- spoilers <laughs> <laughs> wait what now yeah no, you know he was anakin skywalker he still has He can still be a pilot. He can still be an amazing force wielder and all these types of things. But it's one of those. He's not going to be. He's he's not going to be. Yeah. Fixing up ships. He's not grease monkeying under his broken ship that he got from stealing it from a slaver or whatever. You know, what I mean, yeah. That's not who Darth Vader is uh, artistically. So, yeah. Mm hmm. So I'm glad you brought that up because I didn't know that about the sabers, the new version of the sabers. And I had forgotten about the alchemical thing with the old ones. So that's kind of a cool. Getting back into Star Wars moment. Um, Hey, you know, we mentioned games. We should do some talking on that new game because... Maybe there's there's a wave of different opinions here, ranging from negative to positive, maybe. I don't know. Just describe Kit. Give us a rundown. What's this new game?
2: So a little bit of backstory. Uh, The Rogue Squadron series on the Nintendo 64 and the GameCube are my favorite games, video games of all time uh, across any system. Every video uh, game
0: of all time. The N64 Star Wars Rogue Squadron
2: uh probably i i don't think i would put that one above the the sequel the the, gamecube one um, the gamecube one yeah i I mean it's a really uh, good game i think that those are better but I, i i like that series that that's my favorite series uh of video games is the rogue squadron series of video games and um in the 90s i read uh all of the rogue squadron novels um, by Michael Stackpole and uh, Aaron Alston, and uh, I, I love those those books. They had a comic book series that was pretty decent. Um, I was very much into uh, Rogue Squadron, so I really hope that the Rebel Squadron is called Rogue Squadron in this game.
0: Do you hope that um, if it's a bad game, do you want it to be Rogue Squadron? And also, did you read the new Rogue Squadron book?
2: There's a new Rogue Squadron book.
0: Uh. It's, yeah, I think so. Not regular, not... like in the last year or anything, but like a couple of years ago?
1: No, there's new Squadron books. There's Alphabet Squadron and, and Inferno Squad, but not... 2012 not is the one I'm thinking of.
0: Mercy Kill.
2: Oh, um, no, I have not actually read that one yet.
0: Uh, I haven't either. I bought it and it's sitting on my shelf.
2: <laughs> I... Um, I still have uh, I gave away yeah, i no I, I know of it. Uh-huh. it when it came out I don't think that um I was as as much into Star Wars yeah then and I wasn't paying that close of attention right. and so it came out uh because it's it's um definitely pre disney takeover so um yeah i I haven't that that one I haven't read I've read the first eight or nine I can't remember i I, I want to say Mercy Kills nine or ten. Yeah, but um, but I read the the ones that that came out like in the '90s and maybe the very early 2000s.
0: I think the last, but, I think they're, I think they're all from like '95 to '99. I don't think I think they did nine yeah. books in five years or something for that series. Yeah, I
2: think that they were coming out with two a year, which is uh, pretty cool. And they're the good 90s. books. Yeah. Those are really good books. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, but so anyway. <laughs> um, my thoughts on the new game uh this looks to me to be very much so in the battlefront games they have um space missions and uh this looks to me to be j- the battlefront engine for the space missions with a story mode okay um which i'm actually if 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 that's exactly what we get is they give me um Battlefront, nothing but space missions where I don't have to run around and do first-person shooter stuff, and I can just get into the cockpit and do dogfighting, and they give me some kind of story mode to go along with that, I'm perfectly happy with that. Because um, when the first Battlefront came out and you could play just ship missions, that's after... I did both for a while, and then after about a month, I did almost exclusively shit missions because i just enjoyed those more. And so um i'm 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 pretty excited for this game and i hope that it, it basically if they give it a a story mode that's of equal quality to what we got in Battlefront 2 and uh they the the squadron is named Rogue Squadron. It doesn't have to have exactly the same people in it from before anything like that, I, I'd like for Wedge to be in it. But if we can get like five years after Endor, Rogue Squadron, Wedge is one of the characters. That, you can have a bunch of other people in the in the squadron too, who you can make up. Uh, and they they use the same dogfighting engine that they used for the Battlefront games. Then I'm perfectly happy with that.
0: So you're on the positive side. I'm going to go with the middle side before Ken gets to go.
2: <laughs> I am I am considerably concerned about it, though, because the MSRP is $40, which makes me wonder why this game is cut rate.
0: Mm-hmm. So in the middle range here, I, I have some thoughts that I want your answers on. One, it looks like, and I don't know the Battlefront engine, it looks like X Wing and TIE Fighter style, you are not going to have third person like you did in those Rogue Squadron games.
2: Um in in Battlefront I know that you can do third person. I think you can jump into the cockpit in, in at rogue least Squadrons battlefront one. Could.
0: In those rogue squadron games you could yeah. go cockpit, third person, halfway between kind of things.
2: I'm I'm not I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I think you could go into the into cockpit mode in in the Battlefront games,
0: but do, would you at
2: least at least in the first one? Would
0: you be all right if this game only lets you do cockpit mode like Tie Fighter and X Wing did? Um,
2: I yeah, I'd be okay with it. I'd I'd rather have it be, um, the option. But I, I'd i I'd, I'd I'd be okay with that if that's if that's the worst thing about the game. Then then I'd be okay with it.
0: If it has power management like those old games, are you going to be okay with it?
2: Um, I think that that would be really hard to do on consoles uh-huh. because there's just that—that's a lot of buttons. I agree but, with you. I—I uh, yeah. um, I, I played the the X Wing and Tie Fighter game series too, and I was fine with the the you know diverting power from your engines to your shields and yeah and re, you know changing your shields for, to maximum front or maximum back or or evened out or whatever. I I, I was fine with that.
0: I think. although
2: those were more way more flight simulator yeah style games than the rogue squadron games or what this looks to be
0: i think you're gonna get a game i I would be
2: pretty surprised if they did that with this
0: i would be surprised too i don't think so but people are saying i just want to throw them out those ideas out there um i think what you're gonna get is a little bit more middle of the road game that's connected to rogue squadron because i saw wedge in there there's a chance this is wraith squadron since we saw hera in the trailer also uh i don't know
1: so that's that's what i was going to talk about this is Hera? yeah there's a chance it's and, not and rogue i'm okay squadron. if there's
2: if there's actually if there's multiple squadrons i just want one of them to be called rogue squadron <laughs> and have it and have it be have wedge in it
0: yeah yeah it would be cool to see bring some of those characters it, bring,
2: bring rogue squadron back into the canon dude that's, that's what i want
0: seriously bring just bring those books back over like they can't be complicated enough to not just bring those books back
2: over
1: he, the, the they can is... even
2: they can even update them for you know t- t- to make changes and because yeah, I mean yeah. I haven't I haven't read those books in a long time and I know that there's a lot of stuff that was published in the 90s that was pretty much Smart. Uh, no but <laughs> uh, what I, what I was going to say was that once the prequels came out then then a lot of that stuff got invalidated because oh. um, they were they were just sort of allowed to go off on their own and and. Uh, George Lucas wasn't really communicating with authors and publishers about what he was doing, and so you have books coming out, and then a movie comes out that because you know, like uh, famously like the 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 heir to the empire books the Clone Wars are about like it's like invasion of the body snatchers type stuff, and uh, Jorah Sabayoth is a is a is a clone from the Clone Wars where he was a he was a um, clone of a of he's a clone of Jorah Sabayoth and that was what the Clone Wars were in Air of the Empire in you know the mid 90s, and then you know Attack of the Clones comes out, and and the Clone Wars are nothing have nothing to do with any of that. And I think that there was a lot of that in the that a lot of I think that a lot of that happened in the 90s because I think that uh, Lucasfilm just sort of told the authors like you know don't don't do stuff in the, the for the for the 90s don't do stuff in the prequel era. You can do stuff, whatever you want after return of the Jedi. Cause we're not coming back to that for ever or for a really <laughs> long time. And, and, uh, they didn't, they didn't really care because they had their, they weren't trying to make everything canon back then. They were like, these are little side stories that you can read. And then if they conflict with the movies, the movies are right. And the books are wrong. Yeah.
0: Did you, you read those new, um, Thrawn books?
2: I have read the first one. I haven't read the second one. Is the third one out yet? I don't know. I know that the second one is, but I don't don't know. I mean, that's what you're
0: talking about doing is reimagining Rogue Squadron, right? Right.
2: Yeah, exactly. They can do exactly what they did with the Thrawn books. And instead of having Heir to the Empire, because they they, they even had Timothy Zahn, who wrote the Heir to the Empire series, come back and write the Thrawn books, Um, do that exact thing with Rogue Squadron. And uh, what I was hoping for in both I, w- I was hoping that resistance the cartoon show resistance was going to be like the new um like before before it came out and they were talking about it was like fighter pilots and i was like ooh, maybe maybe this will be you know like the new canon version of rogue squadron and which it ended up totally not being that um i started and then,
0: watching that should i continue watching that
2: Um, it gets better, uh, at the, I I haven't watched the second season, but the end of the first season is much better. Like you can watch probably the first two or three episodes and then skip to the last three. If you like, if you want to.
0: Hmm. It seemed Um, like an interesting concept that didn't have much idea other than fighter pilot racers go.
2: Yeah, I was not. I was really expecting fighter like Poe Dameron training fighter pilots and not having it be, uh, you know, like a secret, like stuff, political stuff happening at at an oil platform that has like NASCAR racing. It, it <laughs> was it was definitely not what I was expecting, but um, but uh, I also was hoping for that in the in the Poe Dameron comic. I was hoping that they would have. Uh, we would see Poe Dameron um, training his squadron and have something like that, which it, it sort of did. Um, but, but I, I was really hoping for more of a of a Rogue Squadron. Well,
0: let's put it this way: really,
2: really, what I want is like what I want is a new canon version of Rogue Squadron with with Wedge taking a bunch of pilots right after endor and like, alright, we gotta we gotta finish finish up the you know, the the war with the Empire. And mm-hmm. then I want that I want that to segue into all of the you know, the the Empire goes away, they finally win, there's peace, those guys retire, and then the first order rises and you have a you have a like a handing of the torch from Wedge to Poe.
0: Yeah, because hashtag make me care about Poe Dameron. I I really... That's why I clicked on that that Resistance show is because I really want to know why people love Poe Dameron. And I've watched those new movies a couple times and I kind of don't care about well, Poe Dameron.
2: People love Poe Dameron because he shot 14 TIE Fighters in six seconds uh, on... What is that? Whatever planet that is that Osuna's castle's on. Takodana. Yeah, Takodana. Okay. <laughs> I mean the the and to Kit's Also, point, he's a very charismatic um, guy. I mean, uh, Oscar Isaac and Poe Dameron are uh, are very charismatic, likable guys. Yeah. So that probably has a lot to do with it.
1: The so the comics do cover a little bit of like Black Squadron's missions and stuff. There are some moments in. Actually, not for Poe at all, but there are some, like, cleanup of the remnants of the Empire during books for the Aftermath series. Um, to answer a previous question, Thrawn d- does have the third book, Treason, came out uh, last year in July. I haven't read it yet. Um, yeah, and the, the, there's other uh, there's another point you had that I was trying to touch base on. I'm not saying oh, they uh, haven't...
0: A... I, I guess I'm not saying they haven't done the work to try and make Poe Dameron a character. I'm saying... I need to be told what it is because like I said, I'm trying to enter into the conversation with this fandom, especially in the like post what we grew up with era. And, uh, and I'm not finding some of the stuff, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, wedge was cool in star Wars, but wedge
1: wasn't cool until those rogue squadron books came out. If you want to check out, I think it's uh rebel or uh rebellion reborn. Uh, there's a you get to meet more wedge and you get to see who um you get to learn more about well both in actually note and the and in the aftermath series he's there as well. Um, you also get to learn who that kid the who, God, what's his name? He's the best friend of J.J. Abrams and he got to be uh T- Tim and Wexley <laughs> Snap Wexley yeah. You get to meet Snap. You get to meet other characters and you get wedge in the aftermath novels. So and that's like you know it's a a trilogy of books that kind of wrap up like what happened to the to the remnants of the of the empire and stuff, they cover a good portion of that, and give you and lay seed for the first order, and so you see like what happens there. Um, there's not a lot of Poe in there. I think it's just the one like Rebel uh, Rebellion Reborn or something like Rise of the Resistance. What is it? No, Rise of the Resistance is the, is the ride. <laughs> Spark is, <laughs> There's so so many the same terminology of like spark of the resistance but that's the oh man when
0: they reopen that disneyland that rise of the resistance line is gonna be crazy again
1: yeah that's that's i i was i told you when you had the like go now go as soon as possible before they start cutting out like minutes here and there because we were talking with uh michael michael was saying how they dropped out a few minutes out of the the falcon ride like they've already kind of like trimmed things here and there a bit and it's like they're gonna do the same thing to to resistance. So get in there as soon as you can. And then, and then the the COVID happened and changed how that queue is gonna work. And it's it's a well the ride is well worth it. By the way, the book is called Resistance Reborn for another good Poe story. And there's some and Wexley and some uh, Tag and Bink. No, sadly no. Uh, some wedge. <laughs> okay. I mean, if you want to check out a novel, you've got time to read. Nope,
2: <laughs> and I wanna I wanna dispute your claim that Wedge was not cool before the Rogue Squadron books because in A New Hope, when <laughs> when Biggs isn't around to save Luke, Wedge does probably my favorite dogfighting move in the original trilogy when he takes out that Tie Fighter head on. I, I I always thought that that was really cool.
0: Oh yeah, where he flies right through, right through Luke,
2: uh... like cuts to the side and Wedge is in front of him. Yep, Wedge and Luke. Luke has the tie fighter on his tail, yeah, and, Wedge Wedge flies and straight the, at him. essentially flying right at each other, and Luke cuts to the side, and and Wedge shoots the tie fighter head on, and then flies through the the explosion. Love that part.
0: You know, <laughs> you're right. Absolutely, you're right. And and he was really big in uh, Return of the Jedi. I'm wrong.
2: I'm wrong. And he was the only one who who actually took down. Okay, so Luke takes one down single-handedly, but uh, he's the only one in a operable in an operational snowspeeder who takes down a.
0: Excuse me, sir. Uh, a Dash Wrenar a... takes down three of them.
2: <laughs> I know, I know it for a fact. In the movies, in the actual <laughs> movies, is that Dash? I don't think that that's Dash. I think that that's that's Luke or somebody is because they don't don't they not meet Dash in the game until after the hoth battle?
0: Uh no, Dash is at Hoth.
2: I know he's at Hoth because there's there's levels that you have to do with him on Hoth, but I don't did, don't they meet him after the battle? Are you talking about book versus game? No, I'm talking about the game.
0: Oh, in the game he jumps in a snowspeeder and he's like, "I got to I you, okay. you unload these guns. I'm going to go make sure our ship doesn't get blown up by the empire that's coming."
2: Okay. I couldn't I couldn't remember if you met Dash before Hoth or after hoth yeah in the in the game
0: Mm -hmm. now you fly around and you get uh you get a golden star if you can trip all the walkers instead of just blowing them all up
2: Hmm. how do you blow them up without tripping them
0: you just shoot them a bunch i think
2: man you must have to shoot them a lot
0: i think so i don't (laughs) remember now i don't
2: remember (laughs) i i always just tripped them
0: I played so, that game so many times. I didn't, I didn't times, realize
2: like, you could take them out. Their, their armor's too strong for blasters. That's <laughs> <I don't>
0: <laughs> that is completely untrue. I saw on Scarif that an X-wing can blow them in half.
2: That wasn't a real that. That's like a that's like the the U-Haul truck version of the AT-AT. That's not a real AT-AT.
1: Yeah, I think it's an a- what is it? No, okay. Now, now I have to Google the that. A T A C
2: T or A T C. Okay. Like
0: Bleeding question that I have actually been asked recently by a different person that was watching some documentary about Star Wars: Is it adat or atat? Both well, are
1: acceptable. I say ATAT. At.
2: Yeah, I, I know that. I know that in I know that we're we're supposed to say atat, but I I have always said adat, at, and I will always say adat. At.
0: Interesting. I've always said ATAT.
2: Well, I believe, I, I think that you're the the more, I think that you're the version that is more accepted, but I've always said ADAT and I always will.
1: Yeah. I've said ADAT, but I always see ATST for the chicken I'll walkers. See, I, I, I pronounce is... the
2: chicken walker. Yeah. I just,
1: and there's actually two different versions of the chicken walker because there's the ones that are on Hoth, which are a different model than the ones that are on uh endor those are two They're different models ATSDs? no so the, it's actually a different model a different design for essentially the cab top and i i, I actually learned this from the mandalorian recently in the mandalorian they have the they, they had the new gallery series where they go through and they talk about you know one episode's all about the directing one episode's all about the scripting the last episode's all about connections and how they tie every like the inferno trooper to an old game and the dark saber to, you know, the clone Wars stuff. And they, they draw all these connections and say, this is how we built the story was we seeded it with all these little pieces from star Wars. So you always had star Wars in there and it, t- it brought it, it made it feel richer. And it did because you, yeah, a part of you is like, Oh yeah, I, I remember the E web cam I remember that. That's awesome. Yep. And they showed how there's the in the in the gallery the eighth one. They're like, oh, there's a difference between a chicken walker and the ATSDs because a chicken walker, when it was referred to that, uh, was in the Hoth scene where there's just one, uh, one little chicken walker coming forward, and the ca- the, I say cab, but like the head design is different from what you see on Endor.
2: Huh. Yeah. Pretty sure that that was just a, you know, a whole movie apart difference. But, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but. But that's kind of cool. I haven't I haven't watched all of those. I, I watched I, just, I don't know the first. I haven't three watched three or those, four yeah. of them.
0: Yeah, yeah. All I know is, is if a... you got really really good at Shadows of the Empire, you could fly figure eights through the uh, through the legs, and they went down faster. Congratulations!
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> I did not play that game that much. I, uh, something about it... that hoth level is iconic to me and i have the hoth
2: level was great. it was everything after that that was like well i mean like flying around in the outrider wasn't too bad but the like the third person first person jumping around shooting stuff was kind of rough it was like that early three dimensional they were still trying to figure out because i i think that that was like a launch title for the nintendo 64 they were trying to
0: make a n64 tomb raider
2: yeah, and 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 a lot of those early 3D games are really kind of rough with the controls.
0: Yeah, I I don't disagree with you.
1: Hmm. By the way, I mean this is the, a backtrack, real quick, but my brain's going to keep it in there. The Mercy Kill is not technically a Rogue Squadron book; it's a Wraith Squadron book, and it's it's part of the X-wing series. But carry on. Wait, I'm what? ridiculous. And... So you guys were talking about the book, yeah, uh, Mercy, Mercy Kill. Kill. Uh-huh.
0: It's the it's not as, it's novel not a rogue... in the Rogue Squadron series,
1: or it's is, the is Star Wars novel in the X Wing series. X Wing. Oh my god. Okay. I'm just giving you. Hey, this is just Wikipedia. I just want to clarify that it it, it t- takes it's uh, Wraith Squadron because it's Star just... Wars X Wing, not Rogue Squadron. Each time. Yeah, I'm just giving you the info that I see in front of me.
2: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Hera, also, while Hera... we're on the subject, I want I want an Ice Heart. Oh comic. dude. I want a new ice heart comic. Give me ice heart is all day. canon. Every day. The, the, the lady who worked for the uh-huh. Imperial security yeah, yeah. bureau yeah. in the yeah. Brooks water books give me, with the, give the two me. different colored eyes. I like her. like is, I want, yeah. I want her back in canon cause she was a great character. Yeah.
0: She, I mean, she lasted until the second to last book, I think. I don't
2: Yeah. She lasted a long time. She was the, she was the, like the main, yeah. Uh, big bad for a long time
0: so wait his hera is also wraith squadron right
1: um she she's i think she's jumped around from other squadron because i mean first she's part of uh phantom squadron oh hmm. and so let me see what i don't know all the squad she's been part of huh
0: anyway uh maybe it's just phoenix squadron for her
1: uh looks like she's part of the specters phoenix squadron and she's part of the gamma group gamma group I'm not group. sure which that yeah and the alliance high command so yeah i mean it looks like just phoenix oh. and the specters okay but the specters weren't a squadron because they were just the one ship so they're more a squad than a squadron so yeah
0: man wraith squadron i forgot they changed names i forgot i forgot they changed names
1: i mean as far as far as squadrons goes the game i'm i oh yeah we didn't get to the negative side yet
0: (laughs) (laughs) i'm i'm middle of the road i'll finish my thought which was i will likely play it just for the single although i am intrigued by the fact that they think i think that they know people don't really want to play this online as much as they think they should so you can play all the multiplayer stuff against AI if you want to. I just don't know how rewarding that will be. There was something about doing those Rogue Squadron games, especially on the GameCube one, where it's like, okay, I I didn't get my gold on this. But I think if I attack the Star Destroyer from this angle, I can cut 40 seconds off, you know, um, which I don't know if that'll be in this. Uh, So I'm kind of like middle on it. I I was negative on it initially when I watched that trailer, and the X Wing was on fire in space. Yeah, I remember that. You
2: just got to let it go, Andy. And the TIE Fighter (laughs) was on fire in space. They play fast and loose with physics. TIE Fighter
0: was on fire.
2: There's TIE Fighters in Fire in all of the original trilogy movies.
0: What? How? Hmm. I don't think they're <laughs> fire in space.
2: I'm not saying that that's not something that couldn't happen. I'm saying that that it has happened in Star Wars a lot, and and that kind of stuff has never been something that people in who have been making Star Wars have ever cared about. It's, that sort of like it's not it's not hard sci-fi where they're gonna they're gonna be like oh the if if the X-Wing loses its engines, it's still going to continue moving on at basically the same speed for a really, really long time in the same direction. It just can't move. You know, uh, they're going to, if you lose your engines, you're immediately going to start falling towards the, the death star or whatever.
0: It seems to me that I have some counterpoints for you, sir. <laughs> okay. One, they tried to explain the force with biology well, yes. And but... then backtracked on explaining the Force using most of Clone Wars to be like, no, 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 there's like a cosmic Force and a living Force, you see? And like...
2: they Okay, so I, I want I, I want to step in and say that the midichlorians were not... Uh, they weren't explaining that the midichlorians were uh, anything about the Force. The midichlorians are the parts of our... They're the, they're the organisms, the... the 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 things in our body that allow us to interact with the force.
0: Yes, I understand.
2: And, and so, the, and because of that, the more of them that you have, the better you are able to interact with the force, which, which is explaining why some people are stronger in the force than others. But that's not, that's not the same thing as uh, midichlorians. Aren't the force. Yep. Midichlorians are just the part, the things in us uh-huh. that allow us to interact with it.
0: Uh-huh. Where's the midichlorian factory so that I can be a Jedi. because i could just inject myself with more midichlorians, right?
2: I don't think that that's been... how it works, but i don't know.
1: And then There's a there's actually a solid um i want to say film theory YouTube video about uh midichlorians versus mitochondria and how they are similar in that way, so i'd say watch that if you're really curious. I am curious,
0: but then by the time you get to Endor The ships are not on fire. They like spark a lot. And they shoot sparks into space. And then the physics of it in the newer Star Wars are... uh, Now all the ships have fuel. And Poe Dameron can flip ships around in midair. Like you would kind of be able to do in space. I don't think they're ignoring the physics of space. Entirely. And that they haven't gotten better... Since 1970 of thinking about how those things would work, you know?
2: No, I'm just saying that that they've never been overly concerned with making sure that things are that they're not going to let physics get in the way of of how they want to shoot the movie.
0: Yeah, I just think that that engine could have been doing something else than being on fire in space for a long time.
1: I think I think you're asking for something more than they're willing to give because it's just visually they have to represent it somehow. Yep. And there wouldn't be. OK.
0: Yeah. All
1: right. I have to let it go. It's, it's like Two, I'm outnumbered. <laughs> I'm outnumbered. I get it. But we're both saying you're not wrong, but we're both saying that they don't that I don't think there's I don't think there's another good option. I can think of a lot of them, but we don't need to
0: go into it. <laughs> Now we right. got to get your uh we never finished your uh third perspective. We got we got yes, awesome. Please let's make this awesome. My tempered there's going to be stuff in here that we don't like, but it probably will still be fun all the
1: way to ends going to play it once it gets to $6. <laughs> 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 like so I here's the thing. I don't have the same connection you guys do to rogue squadron i don't know i wasn't that. a big i wasn't a big flight sim guy so that that game never quite bit for me i played a little bit of it also i didn't have an n64 oh well, that's so that problem. also doesn't yeah there's also that my pc couldn't handle like i I was never a big pc gamer so i didn't play the tie fighter games and the x-wing fighter games on pc they which also is another the, uh, kind of i think they did rogue
0: squadron i know they did shadows of the empire for pc
1: they 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 did do shadows of the empire for pc They yeah, also did it for 64 um i think i read the novel for shadows of the empire and that was my introduction because the, and that was that was funny because you when we were talking about shadows of the empire it's like oh well does dash do that in the books or does he do that in the game because they they didn't communicate apparently on some of those finer points <laughs> <laughs> which yeah. i mean as as much as we love it that is kind of like uh guys you couldn't just like meet in in like Just a a board that lays out like, oh, hey, what's going to happen where? But it's it's fine.
2: (laughs) Talk about Um, a difference between the old canon and the new canon in in the same uh, property that they were launching all basically at the same time. The comic, the the book, and the video game for Shadows of the Empire all had different stories. Oh, yeah, completely.
0: (laughs) Completely.
1: Yeah, and that that was a series that was a Star Wars movie without a movie, and it's like they even had a soundtrack, and you're like, "What? Yeah, a soundtrack to what? I have what, that soundtrack. soundtrack to... I, do I do too. too.
2: <laughs> it's actually it, it doesn't it doesn't really sound all that. I don't feel like it sounds Star Wars ish, but it's kind of a cool mood music. I like yeah. to listen to it. I think frequently. it's
0: closer to the music and solo than you remember, because that and yeah. and a lot of it. A lot of it is is tertiary music. It's got keys from other Star Wars songs. Um and they've yeah. used that Ord Mantel Junkyard piece in other stuff since then.
2: Well, I think that's that might be why you're thinking that it sounds like Solo because when um I I never thought I never connected the two, but um I I do think that a lot that Solo the music for Solo has way more cues and uh things like that in it that go where where you can tell like oh that's john williams you know that those that three note lead in yep. is john straight straight up john Williams and whatnot so that's probably why why to you they 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 seem so similar
1: I'd accept that, <laughs> yeah and so because of, I mean, the NCT4 thing is definitely, I think, a strong reason why I don't have an attachment and the PC. Um, I'm not as in love with the ship-to-ship battles. And so that's not one of my driving features. And since it does feel like they are, because of the price point, they're either like, hey, get the game for 40 but then be ready for the microtransactions to make up that other $20 worth of our game because we're going to charge you way more than that for all well, did you want this skin for your TIE Fighter, or did you want this skin for your uh, X-Wing? Well, you, but hopefully you loot crate it and just pull this up and you know, I'm, get that. I'm almost positive they said no that I don't know about no microtransactions,
2: but I'm pretty sure that they said, yeah. that EA specifically said yeah. there won't be any loot crates. I'm almost
0: positive that they said Squadrons has no loot crates. So my guess oh, is then sure. that you will be able to buy those skins or something like that, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Because
1: that's still...
2: Yeah, I, I don't yeah. know if there's cosmetic... Uh, they, it wouldn't surprise me if they were selling cosmetic stuff. Yeah, but, absolutely. But uh, they did. They, I, I'm pretty sure that they said that there were no loot crates.
1: Okay, so so no, no uh, random number generator to worry about. My, but you'd be like, oh well, my. I still
0: want that. My yeah. my guess is that it'll be more like Fortnite, where it'll be like this week only until it comes back at the next holiday. You can get the Poe Dameron skin for your X-wing. Yeah, But. That's your yeah, choice. That if you right. want to pay six dollars for a Poe Dameron skin for your X-wing, you can do that, and if or you cannot do that,
1: yeah,
0: um, that that sounds right up their alley. I don't know. I mean, I, that's my guess. I all I remember is they said no loot crates. They may have gone even further and said there's no microtransactions, but it would be crazy. Like how how do you make a forty dollar game? Maybe well, you make a forty dollar that... game and hope that it just sells, right? Like well, or a DLC. Well,
1: yeah. Or you cut it out of battle, Battlefront and it's just that it's just the Battlefront engine, which is not solely designed for ship to ship battle. It's designed for both. And so was, maybe they just decided they pull out that part of that game. They add in some bells and whistles and then give you I mean, that's why they're giving you a $40 game because like, oh, well, we already kind of made it over here. I know there's we just took out. Yeah. the Yeah. There, and we then they just took out the they took out the first person, the the hand-to-hand combat the the first person shooter part
0: yeah it's possible i i don't know what the engine is under it um but we know there's cosmetics you can customize your cockpit with an ewok bobblehead
2: yes that's right (laughs) that that's not that's not a customizable thing every every uh x-wing comes with a mandatory oh i guess i I guess i'm now an a-wing pilot
0: (laughs) you know uh yeah uh here we go here's a quote We're trying to say with this game, there is a $40 price point. We want to feel generous to players. We want it to feel like a complete experience. You gave us your $40. Here's a game that you will love. Thank you. That's it. There isn't something we're building around. A live service strategy It's built around a game that is complete and great in its own right. That's not to say we won't ever add anything like DLC. I guess we could...
1: It is not presently a live service. Interesting. So then will they not have like big servers like they're going to have for or like they have for Battlefront 2? Is it is that why the bots are already in there as an option? Because it's like, oh, it's just going to run. It's going to run off your system. So if you're playing with friends, you're playing hosted through one of your. Yeah, you're hosted. One of your one of your friends have. I
0: don't
1: know. And that that makes sense. I mean, that that's. That's reasonable because, I mean, we've been playing a hosted game the last, what, month or so with yeah. uh, State of Decay 2. Mm-hmm. And it's like that's been, and again, that's a $40 game. So you're kind of getting, and you you know when you're, when you're putting in that much money, you have to lower your expectations. So, I mean, even though it's EA, you know, adjust your expectations. But I think a large part of it is that they just, a fair amount of the development cost was just built into Battlefront 2. And they're like, well, we can probably get another $40 out of them by separating it and writing a story. And at least hair is there, and that's that's probably my the thing I'm most happy about.
2: I think that... okay. I don't I don't think that they lowered it to forty dollars because they didn't have to rebuild the engine. I think that because otherwise Madden would be like twenty bucks every time <laughs> that, that they that it came out every single year. I think that that they are trying because the last time that they tried loot crates in Battlefront two, the fan base completely rioted and uh state government stepped in to try and like create legislation over gambling with them. And I think that they're trying to, uh, not, I think that they paid a lot of money for this license and they don't want and, and the battlefront two thing happening like a week before that game came out was like their worst case scenario. And they're trying to, um, smooth things over with the fan base and get some goodwill back. Um, cause I, I would not think that EA would have that kind of like, uh Oh, what's the term I'm looking for? That sort of like benevolent uh motive. You know, just um, because like just because like, well, we didn't have to work as hard on this game, so we'll we'll cut you a deal. That that doesn't sound like something that EA would normally do under under normal circumstances.
0: It's it I wonder if there's been a little bit of shakeup with who runs this license, if they got a little bit more leeway to do Pricing or ideas because there's been a lot of high profile cancellations. They canceled that, what 1313, 13, um, which now I get because I finished Clone Wars. Now I know what level 1313 13 is. <laughs> uh, also so during the buyout, too. So there's that, yeah. Like, they bought so they, they cancel all these things, and I can guarantee you that Battlefront Kerfuffle damaged their cred because. I never bought the game because of what was happening. There was so much up in the air about what they were going to do about the stuff for that game. And there was the talk about how the single player wasn't, you know, fully complete or whatever. And so I walked away from thinking about buying it. And now, Yay, as a company, last week, they, last month, they re released those um, classic um, Red Alert and. they're RTS games, uh, you know, that I'm talking about. Um, I don't, but go on. There's some older RTS games. They remastered them. And the remaster, I think, is 30 bucks. And then they also gave away the game's code for free so that people could mod for it and stuff like that. And it's like a, a full remaster they did years of work on, and they're just like, here you go. It's, it's super cheap. Enjoy. You've got this Star Wars game. You've got... Them bringing all their games back to Steam on, you know, 10 years after they tried to create Origin and lock you onto that platform. Now they're putting their games back out there on other platforms. There's a very real, what Kit was saying, feeling that I get of we're going to do everything we can possibly do to fix the name before we
1: fix the finances. To fix the brand so that they're they no longer have the stink of well EA
2: on them.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You don't want to say, well, it's EA, so I don't trust it anymore. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Well, is the is the I know when it happened, it was the most downvoted Reddit comment or post of all time. Is 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 it still the the Battlefront two? Think the microtransaction thing is that still the most downvoted? i'm not reddit comment of all time i'm
0: not hip to the reddit anymore
2: okay sorry I, I i'm not either but i know about i i know that that i remember hearing somebody say this is like you know because it got downvoted however many tens of thousands of times or whatever yeah. like uh that it was the most downvoted reddit post of all time
0: yeah that doesn't surprise me command and conquer is the name of the series i was thinking of You've heard of Command and Conquer? Everyone's heard of Command and Conquer.
1: That's yes, correct.
2: I've I've heard of it. Um, I haven't really played much, uh, first or RTS games outside of StarCraft. But yeah, I, I'm I'm familiar with what you're talking about. Sure. Here.
0: Yeah, and so that's like brand new. It's twenty bucks. It's brand new game. You know redone so
2: well it's a it's a remake right it's a yeah but it's not even a remake it's a remaster it's just like they they tightened up the graphics and no
0: they top to bottom they redid the game they just you know what i mean okay yeah It's, it's weird it's a weird series of releases all in a row from ea that don't make you go well they do make you wonder what's up like what's the what's the catch
2: right yeah, well, that was what I thought when I saw the forty dollars. I mean, it—they definitely damaged their company having because that that Battlefront two that that whole thing blew up like like uh, when somebody somebody who'd been like a beta tester or something. Posted a a thing about how before they before they changed things how it, how it would take you something like you know I, I don't remember what the exact numbers are but it was like it would take you forty hours of gameplay to level up one character and you know like if you, if you wanted to level up Darth Vader it would take you forty hours of playing to level him up or something and you know there's like however many you know thirty characters in the game or something like that and and the how much it would cost you in loot crates and whatnot and then that's that's what caused the whole thing to blow up and that was happening like right before when people still had time to cancel their pre-orders and it was happening right before the game came out and it was a major tent pole, you know, for them right before the holiday season. And I'm sure that, that that was a complete nightmare for them financially because and then they had to go back and get rid of all the loot crate stuff. And they, they'd already said that they weren't going to do any paid DLC. And so like, I'm sure that they lost quite a bit of money on that and, And then you've got, you've got, you know, the mainstream media doesn't normally cover video game releases. And you've got, you've got, you know, people on CNN talking about how, you know, the governor of Hawaii wants to look into whether loot crates are gambling or not. (laughs) And like, that's, that's got to be a PR nightmare for them.
1: Yeah. 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 Unnecessary uh, comment, but it is still the high, the the most downvoted comment on Reddit. Wow, <laughs> wow. The other one being uh, the one right behind it, and not even close, is something under the Reddit. Thanos did uh, nothing wrong, and they literally asked for downvotes for that. So yeah, there's. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, that's the most, still the most, but not doesn't help the conversation. Just. Adds a little bit of factual background, guys.
0: Yeah. No. it's good. I, uh, I, while we were looking at this, went down a click hole because I had open uh, a page about Ahsoka Tano's lightsabers because of what you were saying about how they were white. And I noticed something I never noticed before about her sabers. I think I'll leave it for another time. Uh, yeah. I'm down a click hole. Are you going to remember it, though? Yeah, I wrote it down. We'll talk about it next time. Okay. We'll talk about it next time. Okay. No big
2: deal. <laughs> <laughs> is it the different th- the difference in length?
0: Y- y- yeah, and the shape of them, the
1: newer oh. ones, the shape of the hilt, or the shape of the blade. Hey, hilt, uh, hilt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, yeah, that's, we can cover that next time. Yeah, there is the. I mean, the they in the original Clone Wars too. They they had the different lengths, the shoto and the daioto, mm-hmm. so that was there from essentially the beginning. And just another lightsaber form of combat. It's interesting to note that when they introduced Star Killer, um, or legend say when they introduced him, but in, in the second game he started using two two lightsabers as well. So that at that point you have two of Vader's apprentices both doing the same uh, lightsaber form, which is kind of just an interesting note. Ventress is not. Ventress is no deep. Star Killer.
0: Yeah, but you said two of. Uh,
2: he's talking about Ahsoka. Yeah, Ahsoka oh, oh, and Star Killer. Okay, right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. Star Killer. Right. No. It's late. My brain's tired. <laughs> Wasn't thinking. My bad.
1: Okay. It's all good.
2: Are the, are the different lightsaber forms still canon?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. Yes. There are still actually that's an interesting point too. So there are still, I believe, seven lightsaber forms. Yeah, They're they,
2: still called like Makashi, They had wave, three in uh, Rancor, the game. or stuff like that.
1: Mm-hmm. They had th- and there's actually a newer one that's supposedly – this is one of the things where it's like it's the internet rumbling and different information going out at certain times. Part of the new – essentially I keep calling it Star Wars Double Dare or Star Wars Legends of the Hidden Temple. It's a Star Wars Jedi Temple Challenge on YouTube. Uh-huh. There is – they introduce a new Jedi Master. Jedi Master – oh, God. Achmed Bach or something like that. Uh, Ach- I think I'll have to look it up. But he he employs a new lightsaber form, which is cr- based on Escrima, which is a Filipino martial art and uses uh, in the martial art can use multiple uh, handed weapons. But in this one, it's a new form that handles only one handed and the other hand is used to wield the force. But the, the form name is just kind of temporary because it hasn't had a hard confirmation in any book. It's more just people discussing it in interviews and talking about it, but it hasn't been.
0: Well, what is he from that they've created this character? If he's not in any book, he's
1: from the show what? and it's being treated as canon. which show Uh Jedi temple challenge. Star yeah, Wars,
2: Jedi, Star Wars, temple, Jedi temple, challenge. temple challenge. And his name, I'm at the page right now. His name is Keller Beck.
0: Is that Keller and Beck? That, thank he's you. played by, um, Ahmed best. Ahmed best. Yeah.
2: Who played, yeah. Yeah. yeah who who played Bear. Jar
0: Jar.
1: Right, I'm sorry. That that's where I got mixed up. Um, Ahmed Bach is a, is the character Ahmed best played in uh Clone uh the Clone Wars. I'm sorry, Attack of the Clones. Right. He's a background character that he like in he the bar? Into, yeah, in the bar scene in when Anakin and Obi Wan are chasing down uh Zam Wessel Zam Wessel? Yeah, Zam Wessel. Uh, they he, in the background, he's there as well as uh, Anthony Daniels as two kind of just background characters that ended up getting a tag and being type <laughs> series and some stuff. And yeah, I would watch that. They turned. Yeah. But yeah, so and he talks about it in one of the I want to say like in one of the interviews and stuff, he just says like, oh, yeah, you know, that that original character was just something that like Anthony Daniels was like, hey, let's go be in that scene over there. And he's like, what? Like, so they just jump into the scene. They have you know they have a costume they go through makeup and so then that spins out a little sub characters and stuff and but they they share the same last name the new Jedi Master Keller and Beck shares a, the a same last name as Ahmed Beck. Okay and he's he's said that they are they are connected.
0: Now is that okay have you watched the show
1: yet? I've watched the first two episodes.
0: Is it It super duper legends of the hidden temple for kids? Oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. It is. It is very much completely just fun double dare stuff of like, all right, we'll go do this and, you know, run up the temple wall and do that. And it's, it's a bit repetitive. There's a fun, there's a little story bit in the middle of like, you know, he tells you a story and then you have to uh, recall the different facts within the story. And that's kind of fun, but it's a little, it's kind of repetitive and yeah because it's like the same challenges every time hmm huh. it's fine they also they introduced two new little droids like a, an, R, an R5 unit and a protocol droid It's it's fine for just like seeing like okay this is just another thing in the Star Wars lexicon I'm fine with it it's it's not it doesn't further the narrative at all it just it's just a fun game show for kids, which is maybe if that's what you're looking for, it's
0: great. Maybe it'll be the first Star Wars show to start out for
1: kids and actually be for kids
0: the whole time.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'm a little surprised that it's only that it's on YouTube and not on Disney Plus, but I think it was originally intended for Disney And then they they shifted it to YouTube for Star Wars kids. Oh, because all Star Wars kids is on YouTube. Yeah, all Star Wars kids stuff is on YouTube, and it's a lot of the Galaxies Adventure, which are freaking phenomenal. I high, highly recommend them to anyone. What is that? The, it's these little cartoon snippets they do the, where they animate bits from the movie or they animate new bit, new things, and they just create these little, like, maybe two, three-minute scenes from the movies or original little scenes. Huh. I highly recommend it. Galaxy.
2: They're really cool. I, I love them.
1: Galaxy of
0: Adventures? Yeah, Galaxy of... Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh,
0: that's what a whole bunch these of pictures on, are on from. <laughs> yeah, I have seen these animated things from Star Wars where I'm like, who drew that?
2: Yeah, yeah, no, they're really I mean, it's it's I have the same feeling that I have basically the only or one of the only negatives that I have of the of the the Tartakovsky stuff was when it was coming out. It was like at eight o'clock at night on a Saturday night. Or something and but it, they were only like two or three minutes it was like a commercial it was like two or three minutes long and it was like in between two different cartoon network shows uh-huh. and it was hard to watch it, it was it was hard to catch it and not miss it and uh and i was I was disappointed that they were so short because I wanted more it it, it helps a lot when you've got when you can just watch them all not, not in that format but just like on a dVD or on a loop or whatever and you can just watch all whatever twenty episodes in a row um but these are kind of the same way where um i wish that they were longer but they they are really great
0: yeah at least you can get well, them on youtube they, though just i think yeah. that we discovered yeah. that Tartakovsky stuff is also on youtube since unofficially yeah unofficially since
2: yeah. you can't get it anywhere right. else yeah strangely well, and why which, don't why don't
0: uh, yeah. they put the legends title on that and throw it on disney plus that doesn't make sense
2: yeah, or or sell it to people. Like I don't I don't understand why they won't. It, it it's got to be like a licensing thing with like Cartoon Network or something because there, it doesn't make any sense that they wouldn't that they wouldn't want to sell that to people.
1: Yeah, I I think it is. It that that's yeah. the thing that makes the most set amount of sense is that whoever was paid to produce it during that time frame and whoever would need to get royalties then back and I'm guessing that's that's the biggest reason. Yeah, just they don't want to pay for something that they don't they don't already own and also if it's not canonized like it's not i don't know maybe it's different i mean publishing rights are different so is this galaxy yeah, but you can
2: buy the ewok you can buy the ewok adventures on amazon so I, I i bet it's a i bet it's a licensing
0: that ewok adventures will eventually be on just... there's no way it's going to be on disney plus eventually i bet you it's already there
2: well Right. I'm not, I'm not saying that it has to be on Disney plus or it has to be for sale or whatnot, but it's, it's, it's strange that it's not officially available anywhere since, you know, 2006 or whenever the last DVD set came out and that, that, that they've basically just been like, uh, pretended that it doesn't exist.
0: Hmm. The Ewok adventure is not on Disney plus. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, but, uh, I, I don't. I'm not sure if they still are, but they uh, like a while ago, they were you could buy them on DVD, Amazon, Amazon suggested them to me. Yeah, they were like, here's something you might like.
0: Yeah, I bought them. I bought them on DVD when I saw them because I was like, this is going to go the same way of the Hollywood or the Christmas special holiday special holiday special because this is going to get ignored eventually. And I think it was just after Disney had bought them. And they had said the canon was going, and I was like, "This is not going to be in the new canon. I should grab these while they exist." So I have those somewhere. I don't know where. Yeah.
2: The Ewok Adventures yeah. or the Star No, powers? no, the, the Ewok, Ewok, Ewok adventures. adventures. I gotta. I got.
0: They're
2: not. Yeah. They're not hard to find. I I I got a copy a while ago at uh, um Half Price Books. Um, I was in at Half Price Books, and they had they had the two pack there and i mean it wasn't expensive and I, I don't i don't think that they're that they're that hard to find if you want them yeah yeah
1: one good thing too about the the galaxy of, of adventure stuff is much like you were saying with the Gendy tarkovsky stuff it is so short like it's a minute and a half it's a minute and 13 seconds like it's they're pretty short little snippets but they also do collections too like there's an and there's a um Empire Strikes Back, the 40th anniversary, where they take... Oh, this is the cl- bit from Cloud City. This is the bit from uh, when Luke confronts Vader. All these little bits and pieces that they don't... That they throw together into one kind of video to watch. Hmm. And I know we're wrapping it up and stuff, but speaking of the Empire Strikes Back and the 40th anniversary, I am I know Kit saw this, but they're doing a release for the vintage collection of the... Um, Carbonite freezing chamber from from Hasbro Pulse. So
0: wait, there's a lot of stuff to unpack here. First of all, Hasbro Pulse (laughs) is like their subscription service for toys.
2: Hasbro Pulse, their storefront.
0: Yeah, their storefront. But there's like a Hasbro Pulse membership.
1: There's a Hasbro Pulse Premium, and that's a that's like Prime. And there's there's that's that's a whole other episode we can go into that, (laughs) but. I was just mentioning, okay, <laughs>
2: okay, next episode yeah. is is this is not this is not uh that uh you can buy this at Amazon or Target or Walmart or whatever um, um, yeah, yeah,
1: but the, through, the through, pulse, it, through pulse is how they at they get the the word out so like if you go to has hasbro pulse on Facebook, that's where they have their live streams where they do their q and a's and they reveal new products, and that's why I mentioned the pulse part of it because that's their that's their face front. There's a Lego um, version
0: of the Star
1: Wars freezing chamber. I have it. It's awesome. It comes with an Ugnot. <laughs> <laughs> that This That is the way. Wait, that this is the way? I've I spoken, have spoken. My bad. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, so they're doing a the carbon the carbon freezing chamber. And kit, I think you had some choice words for them or Oh no. What's your
2: Well, so I- I'm actually Curious to find out what you guys think about this. Um, so it's only fifty bucks uh, for people who haven't. Yeah, for people who are listening and don't aren't at a computer and haven't seen this. Um, it is uh, basically a semicircle with the uh, tube that they lower Han Solo down and he gets frozen in, uh-huh. and then uh, with the grating that that everybody else can stand on, and then some stairs with the orange lighting. Going up to another platform higher up, uh, it is, and and they have uh, said that you can buy two of these sets and connect them so that it forms a diorama, a full yeah full circle with two stairways on either side. Um, I uh, first off, I want to say that that the package um, actually makes this look pretty good because they've got the figures on it and and they've got it yeah. lit properly the promotional photos that i saw earlier where it's just like it be- behind a or in front of a blue screen make it look really kind of underwhelming to me
0: yeah well so you, I, in I, front in the lighting shot you can tell that they've got like an led or something behind it and then in the i'm looking at the blue spot now it looks like maybe you'd have to that might look painted on it doesn't look clear it looks like the steps light up like they do in the movie in the in the packaging. But in the so, actual toy, it does not look like the steps would.
2: I, I don't think that they light up. They might have something that you can like that. You could probably you, pro- you probably shines light through it or something, wow. maybe. But I, I don't I, I would be really surprised if they put lights in this thing.
1: I would. have I can interject. Yeah, they there. It's not lit. It's light piping. So it is just cl- it is this clear plastic. And if you light it yourself properly it will have that glow effect okay it does not itself have a light and it's it's not it's just clear plastic um light piping often used for like transformers where you have like eyes that are you know cut you know properly lit when you have a clear spot on the top of the head so if you catch light in it it'll just kind of go through Hmm. um it's it's 50 bucks that's the thing too is like it's 50 bucks so you're paying 100 for two of them and to kit's point like it is it's this is geared towards collectors, like I was looking back at old older carbon freezing sets, and like they are much more of a play set of like you lower the chamber, you have like this trap door, you've got this, this you has got a that.
0: lowerable chamber,
1: and this has a lowerable chamber, but like that's it, and like there's no like from my understanding, there's also not a feature where you lower in Han and then you raise up a carbonite piece like it's not it's not a play set it's not for kids this is for adult collectors to put on their shelf and i appreciate that like as an adult collector but it's a a very specific audience and it's like it's not like if you look at older place that's like from the powers of the jedi series Mm -hmm. they had a lot more kind of fun play focused features as opposed to this is going to look awesome to set up all your characters with
0: does uh but it also is there another way to get one of these kenner throwback uh stormtroopers on a card
1: no. Um, well, not on that card. So that card, that's the part of it, too, is that that card, it comes with one stormtrooper, one of the previously made bucks. It's not a new mold or anything like that, but it is on a Empire Strikes Back f- card, and it has, its for those at home, it has a stormtrooper in the carbon uh, freezing scene. So he's he's in the proper setting, so it it fits properly there.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's kind of cool. It's not worth 50 yeah. bucks. Cool. Yeah. Because uh, it's a three. Uh, what, a what's the scale really for this? Is 375. Yeah. Yeah. 50 bucks for a 375 Stormtrooper and half of a play yeah. set. Yeah. Hmm.
2: That's not. The, the figure. If you figure that the, if you consider that the vintage collection figures go for $13, then you're getting the play set for 37. That's 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 not actually that. That terrible. Um, I think that the the Jabba's Palace playset that they came out with a year ago was a much better deal. Uh, that that came with um, uh, three walls um, and two figures. It came with uh, Rieis, who's the the three eyed guy from Jabba's Palace, and it came with oh, yeah. Han in Han it, 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 the thawed Han from Carbonite. I think um, those, you could, and you could like put the Carbonite on the wall. Um that was a really nice set and I think i think that might have been that was either forty or fifty bucks I don't remember what the msrp on that was but um I think it was fifty two but I, I that one I felt i don't know this one the way that it's the way that it that they're that it's shown and the way that it is because they've got it up on like i don't know four or maybe six really slender poles that are basically holding it up and and it's got that weird cage at the top of the on the top platform i don't know i i'm kind of excited about this but also i'm kind of i think that the actual playset itself is maybe not exactly what i'm looking for and i i I know exactly what you're talking about ken i have the i have that the power of the force to carbon freezing set it's actually set up right now uh <laughs> on my on my bookshelf i'm looking Sounds at it weird. uh yeah uh, so you're
0: not going to replace the power of the force set with this one
2: i'll probably i'll probably still get this i might even get two. oh um, man like i was like i was saying uh you've got your the, number <laughs> yeah well uh luckily i have i have um uh hasbro has decided to drastically cut back on the so i I buy the occasional six-inch figure, but my main focus is three and three-quarter inch mm-hmm. and always has been. And Hasbro has been going away from that over the last they couple of years and cutting way figures. back. So I have I have lots of toy money that I have not been spending on because they won't sell me anything. <laughs> uh,
1: <so laughs> they don't love I, me yeah, anymore. I can, yeah. So I, I'll, I'll actually comment a few things from the live stream as well they have stepped back from the, from the three and three quarter series just because they, for multiple reasons. One, there's not as much that's in the line right now. Like, we don't have any movies we're looking at right now. Oh. Um, there's some Mandalorian stuff that they have on the horizon. Oh, they do and have, okay, because
0: I was going to say they, they had that whole video game. They did a huge line of toys for Fallen Order from the 6-inch. They could have done three
1: seven fives, Right, and they, and they didn't. And so that's, that's one of the, the reasons why they're kind of...
2: Let me, let me just say... We had six months ago, we had a Star Wars movie and they put out almost nothing in toys. There was no toy line for Rise of Skywalker at all. And they put out uh, three or four vintage collection figures yeah. from that in 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 waves with other shared with waves. other yeah. stuff. Yeah. Oc- yeah. October which has was the like really pretty depressing.
0: Yeah. And they've already and, uh They've already done some from the Mandalorian, right? They did Cara Dune already, mm-hmm. and, and and the Mandalorian. Mandalorian. yeah. Oh, they already did the Mandalorian. That, yeah.
2: yeah. Huh. In his in his uh in his busted armor. Version. Oh, yeah, yeah. in
0: the old version. So they'll have the new version later.
2: First two episode armor.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the and the other one has already been announced too. And he's in the black series. But so their their reasoning right now is that one they do have. They don't have the same amount of properties as as they had, say, you know, two years ago of stuff looking forward to, but also that it's hard for them to support two lines at the same time. And on that note, with the six inch line, they just announced they've they're working on their G.I. Joe series, which is going to see a new drop this Friday, as well as announcing a six inch Transformers line of figures who don't transform that are just action figures, which is kind of a weird choice to me as a as a as a toy collector transformers that don't transform don't make sense as much. I still get it. Like I get like, Oh, I want them to be in cool poses. Like that's fine. And with transformers, because you are thinking of that, that functionality of transforming, you're limiting joints, you're limiting movement. It's not as easy. Hmm. I'm still going to be troubled to buy. Like, I don't know if I'm going to be buying more than just maybe Optimus Prime because I think Optimus Prime looks cool.
0: I think that's a kid's thing. Like, A lot of toys have now become adults. Like, this is all for adults. All things must be sold to adults as well as children. Like Legos, right? Like, how... how? I know a lot of Legos are still sold sold to children. Probably most. I'm not saying that they're not. But a significant portion of their money comes from, you know... Hey, these are adult toys, and so they're more expensive than they would be if they were kids' toys. So definitely, yeah, yeah. Hmm.
2: I'm just saying, in in terms of like other playsets and and vehicles and things besides single carded figures, um, a playset like this plus a pack in figure, which I, I was going to say, uh, making it a troop builder, um, a, a stormtrooper is really smart. If they had put in uh Boba Fett or Chewbacca or Lando or Han or something that doesn't that doesn't make me want to buy that's not going to tip the scales for me to buy a second set but if you give me a second stormtrooper that makes sense and I can have two stormtroopers or I can I can have one that I leave in the in the package because that 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 packaging for the for the stormtrooper is actually pretty it nice looks really good I, I like that yeah yeah so, There's another um, Mandalorian. I think, black that, I think that that coming? was really smart of them to to make the stormtrooper be the pack-in figure.
0: There's another Mandalorian coming.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like another black There's series. Going to be lots of Mandalorians coming.
1: Yeah. There's the version two that's coming. So he's in the All Beskar armor.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: look at that. Yeah. He's in All Beskar and he's got a
0: jetpack. Huh oh yeah yeah okay i i know why collectors will want this I don't know that I want this yeah
1: hmm for the for the mandalorian or no, for... for the uh
0: sorry for the for the three seven five um carbon
1: chamber carbon chamber yeah
2: I really kind of wish that they had put some kind of facade around the legs. I don't don't know. Maybe that's really how it looks, but I don't know. It just kind of looks odd. One of the
0: things that they used to do with toys that I don't know why they don't do anymore is the part of the box would be printed so that you could play with it as like a a diorama style thing. So like the background, you would put the background behind it and you would see... You know the uh, Cloud City chamber behind your toy.
2: Yeah, they did that for years with Power of the Force too. Absolutely, um, lots and lots of those dioramas.
1: The first one I can think of is the expanded universe stuff because I know for a fact Kyle Katarn had a backdrop that like opened up, and so did I want to say the Mara Jade se- figure too.
2: Yeah, Mara Jade and Thrawn. Thrawn had yep. one too. He had like yeah. his was like the bridge of the Chimera, I think.
1: Yeah. Why don't they
0: do that? I mean, they're bringing all these vintage packaging back, you know. If,
2: well, on this particular one, they might. I mean, they, the the packaging is half the is half the appeal on these. Right. So they wouldn't give you something that you would cut up on <laughs> Good point. on this. Yeah. But they, I mean, they could they could easily stick a piece of printed a thin piece of printed cardboard Hardware. inside the box. Yeah. But I mean, they wouldn't. I don't think on this one they would
0: make you cut up. This off the is box. the,
2: the Right, the 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 purpose that the box serves on this is totally different than what they were thinking, uh, back back in the sure. twenty years ago on sure. Power of the Force two. Yeah, but you could also,
0: yeah. like you just said, that you know, it's not hard to fold up a piece of cardboard in there that's printed to look nice in case people wanted to display
1: it, and keep their yeah. box intact. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just it seems, and it's funny too because it's like looking at the Java's Palace piece. They and they said this too is like you can buy multiples of both and like just expand them. And you can do this with Java's Palace, and I get it. It's just one of those things where it's like I don't, I don't know. I, I the feeling like oh, you're not, so I'm going to buy multiples too, and then that's I don't know. It's it's tough, especially because of the presentation, the Java's Palace is like oh, that's a great backdrop, so you can put figures in front of it. Mm-hmm. With the Carbon Chamber, like Kit's saying, you you look at it and like okay, so it's just a fee, it's just a, some posts and then flat pieces of plastic, like. It's not a lot that they're giving you when you get down to it. Like it's it's four four or two plates, and then a bunch of legs and then the stairs. Like that tube's there. T- like it's not. I don't know. And technically speaking, if you buy two, you'll have an extra tube because you have. <laughs> they give you the semicircle, and one center tube. So it's like, oh well, I won't use one of them. Well, like, then what are you doing
0: with the other? I'll piece? take your extra tube. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah. Fair enough. I'll just, just put it on your put it on your desk. Put some pencils and yeah. pens in yeah. it. Yeah,
0: and... I'll, I'll no, I'll just leave it with Han in it. And when I'm having a bad day, I'll just make him <laughs> up and down and up and down. <laughs> and
1: frozen, 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 frozen. One thing I, I'll mention too is they are doing some of these vintage collection ones at at Star at Disneyland because I remember in particular. I'm pretty sure I saw. I want to say either the slave one or the ATST um from Mandalorian. Yeah. At at I want to say in the, like the Galaxy Trader or the Star Trader. I didn't know to after- grab
0: the ATST when I saw it at Target. I wish I had. Yeah. I saw I saw it. I think I saw the ATST at Target. Maybe it was the vintage collection. It was maybe it was the Lego one.
1: And it wasn't okay. the vintage oh, one. Oh yeah. There's a Lego one for that too and that comes with Cara Dune. It uh and a Mandalorian, I think. Yeah, a Mandalorian, a Lego Cara Dune and a like a, a an alien. Cl- a, you know what uh what are the names? I think, yeah, I think it's Klatoo. Cl- yeah, it might Clatoos? be
2: Something. Yeah. The dog faced guys. The dog dudes. Yeah. Yep.
1: Dog dudes. Yeah. Oh boy. But yeah, but I I already got the pre-order for the for the razor crest so i don't need that mandalorian but now i need to get the cara dune so i'm like okay bricklink away here i go yeah 12 (laughs) dollar minifigure yeah i mean you can actually get her for about five or six and really link yeah wow i figured
0: that would be the selling point of that set for a lot of people right
1: i mean a lot of people are more going for the mandalorian because they hadn't announced the razor crest yet Mm -hmm. so like initially that was the push and then there's also the push for the yeah
0: is Bricklink the place? Because the... I got to get another... I got to get another
1: train engine for my kiddo. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Bricklink for old stuff, you can still... I mean, Lego's still got some decent stuff on their site, and you can get that Disney train if you want. You
0: no, know, I, d- I need another motor. One of the motors uh got clogged oh. up with dog hair.
1: Gotcha. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep.
0: And on that note... <laughs> I think when we're talking about Duplo train motors, we might have gotten to the point where I feel woefully underprepared for this episode talking about toys. <laughs> I have plenty of things to say about toys, but uh, we, maybe we should save some of them for next time. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. I think so.
1: Okay. All right, guys. Next time we'll be back with Ahsoka Tano's lightsabers. More about Clone else Wars. We... I have a
0: lot more about Clone Wars. Oh, Yeah. Uh, that but that I wanted to do the stuff that was related to Fallen Order, and I, we got good stuff out of that too. Um, yeah. but I have a lot, I need to organize this file of thoughts that have lasted seven seasons and delete some of the things that just I took too many notes during seasons one to three of Clone Wars, which really are just kind <laughs> of garbage notes because those episodes really don't matter, you know what I mean? Yeah
2: they're yeah they're really kind of um anthology yeah world building type stuff yeah yep,
0: yep 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 yep
2: yep so out of curiosity we don't have to get since we're running long on time anyway we don't have to get uh into a lot of details but uh so what did you guys think of season 7
0: short fantastic short answer um yeah They should have... The the pause is killing me. Sorry. Sorry. They should have marketed it. They should have... um, They should have appended those first couple episodes that were still Clone Wars uh, to the last season of Season 5 or something like that. And then those episodes where they changed the title sequence and it was just the run-up to Revenge of the Sith... Uh, and the ending and all that sort of stuff, I think they should have released separately as like a
2: movie. Okay. I would not be surprised if they did do that at some point. I would
0: have, I would have really enjoyed not watching it in 20 minute snippets.
2: Agreed. And, um, I think that, I think that, uh, so, um, the theatrical release was, I, I don't know, four or five, it was a four or five episode story arc that they, instead of putting out as episodes, they cut together as a movie and put out in the theater. the 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 one with Ahsoka and Sky Guy and whatnot. Yeah. So, um, the, it, it actually <laughs> wouldn't surprise me if they, if at some point they released the, you know, on on video, like a home release, uh, uh like a movie cut of those last of that last arc. Yeah. I, Cause it would be kind of like a nice bookend. It would, uh, to, you know, counterbalance to the, yeah. to the theatrical release movie. I don't know
0: if we need it now, but I definitely like thought it would be a good way to have viewed those. Um, which I think were good. I don't want to step on the, the sentiment you had Ken too, Of like, it, it was good stuff. It was good, good content. <laughs> yeah. Uh, especially the last arc, right? the, the changed color intro red to match revenge of the Sith. Um, that that's a good ending, I think for that show. Uh, but yeah, I agree. I still think it could be very strong if it was one viewing.
2: Yeah. I I still think I still am of the opinion that the, and I'm, 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 glad that we got season six and season seven. Um, I'm glad that we got that. I still think that the best ending for that series was the one that the actual, en- the end of season five where with Ahsoka leaving. Yeah. Um, I thought that in terms of just like endings that that was the best one that you could hope for from that, from that series. But, uh, I'm glad that we got these I have... and, and I love that last story arc.
0: I have deep thoughts about season six and seven leading up to those. Like, I don't know that they're deep in terms of like groundbreaking but I have many thoughts
2: about those that I
0: those uh, I'm much happier episodes.
2: with this being the new ending than oh yeah the end of season 6. Oh yeah.
0: man, season 6. I oh man,
2: season 6. Te- I really felt Teaser. When, when season 6 when season six came out, I really felt like they had made a mistake. They did. Or, or that they had made the right decision to end <laughs> yeah. Clone Wars at the end of season five and not continue with season six. Uh, just because the, the ending of season five was so good. And, and I felt like it, it felt after watching that, that final episode, and watching season six just felt kind of disjointed and out of place
0: yeah i have to i have to couch and rearrange my thoughts when i do this on like when things came out because i don't know and again i watched everything in reverse right so like i knew who ahsoka tana was but it's interesting having gone from knowing her in rebels to actually following her full arc through clone wars um yes. all the way through this in yeah. one go anyway uh quick thought on it is good. I think it could have been even more powerful if you didn't take breaks
1: to watch credits. Yeah. 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 That's, and that's the the thing is too, is like that it's hard, it's hard to call it a season cause it's 12 episodes and it's like, and because of the way they format the series, it's like four episodes of one story, four episodes, of another, and then the big, the big closer. It's like, you didn't build up any momentum with the story. You just kind of had three desperate stories, which are like it's it's disjointed. But I see the purpose for each one they did. I the Bad Batch. Mm, okay, I mean the Bad Batch is because they were already so far in development on that those four episodes, uh-huh. so they finished them off. Yep, and the the Ahsoka walk, uh, walkabout story is just kind of like where's the universe so it kind of catches people back up if you because you haven't watched clone wars in so long and then you get the actual story that they they wanted the the reason we came back to clone wars was that last force the last four episodes Mm -hmm. like that that, that's and so the, the the other ones not need to exist that's a question i can't necessarily answer but i see the reason they did that
0: i think those are different then the last one's so different that I wish that they were separated. Is what I'm saying.
1: Yeah. And I, they had other stories in there as well that they never did. Like there's a Kashyyyk story arc that they didn't get to. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it, it's with, with Tarful and stuff. Um, and there's, there's some other stories in there as well that they never, uh, the, there's some animatics out there for Dark Disciple, the, the Quinlan Voss one. And that turned into a graphic, uh, into a novel. And so there's lots of stuff that they kind of cut away from the season because they told it in other formats. So.
0: Yeah. I think we'll talk more yeah. about Clone Wars next time. Definitely. I've got it. I'm I, taking I, notes. I, I, season seven and six and end of five are really strong for me, having watched them also. I've watched. For starting this, not just because of starting this, but because of wanting to talk to you guys about Star Wars and wanting to participate, I watched that show back to back to back to back to back to back to back. back. I went from one to seven. I didn't take breaks. So a lot of it is very fresh and the storytelling, I I have a lot of connection to maybe in terms of the different ways they've done it. So I need to sort all that out before... I get really strongly opinionated or anything, you know?
1: No, and that's true. And it's something that we, that that's too, you mentioned it because I, I mentioned one of the points of that Ahsoka walkabout arc is to catch everyone back up because they've been away from it for so long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You never stepped away. Nope. And so you just went,
0: poof. Yep. And really a lot of that. So a lot of that story arc doesn't land, right? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That was our quick thoughts, Kit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Okay. laughs> All right, guys, have a great night. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for coming. We uh, enjoy it. Podcast, we weregamers.com uh, to participate.
2: Talk to you all soon. Talk to you guys later.